Podeskew is brought to you by Proper Rumpus Media. Podeskew Podcast, I am CJ, and with me, as always, is my head of our late mate, Rico. What's up, man? Remember who you are. You oh, are yeah. my son yeah. and no. the one true king. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's accurate. We're, we're going to talk about that because I, I, I noticed some shit about- You noticed some shit? I noticed some shit about these, these movies we're going to discuss today. Uh, when I was preparing for my my losing appearance on Gatelebers, and I can say mm-hmm. that because it'll be this will be out after the Gatelebers, so um, Sorry, you lost again, again by half a fucking point, dude. It's what what what's the line for? It's not uh, either an inch or a mile. Winning is winning. Yeah, yeah, something, some you got it close enough. Um. Although I gotta give, listen. First, first and foremost, it was a blast. I had a good time hanging out with those guys again. We 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 had a good time last time. I had a good time this time. Um, yep. Audra and I teamed up again, and she was awesome. Not that she wasn't awesome the first time, but she really kicked some ass this time. We really, we really did did well. She carried me when I was struggling, and vice versa. Like it was a real good team effort. Like it was really really good team up. And the fact that we only lost by half a point. Um, was like, damn, you know. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll tell you what got us. It was. Do you remember the? Because uh, we played the same game when, when you and I were there together. Uh, where he reads the YouTube comments, and based on the comment, you have to guess the scene. Uh huh. We end up needing all three comments for one of them. Yeah, those really are fucking like dick kickers right there. They are, and but but you know, but at the same time. And apparently you'll appreciate this. And again, I can talk about all this because this won't be out till after the Gatelebers episode releases. So, um, for the first time in the history of their show, not once but twice, people got it on the first comment. Mm. Nobody, according to them, nobody's ever gotten it without needing the second comment before. And in back to back, so uh, Jason's team went first, and they got it when one comment and then i was like the ours came in and i was like oh there's no way we're taking the second comment i know what this shit is we're we're doing it and she's like are you sure i'm like no we're not they're not we're not letting them pull that shit off and then we're not and and we got that one we got it I good was, yeah, yeah yeah um but yeah right, so I, what is the shit did you discover oh so so the the episode that we did on Gatelebers was about Black Panther, and the, okay. and the parallels between Black Panther, at least the movie, and the Lion King, yeah. are crazy, like real crazy. Yeah, it's- I I I don't know if I said it on recording, but I definitely said it. I think to you at one point. I don't remember. You might have, but I if you did, I don't remember. I- it's it's the same thing. It's 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 Prince, not the Prince, not the Arvis formerly known as Prince, but it's a Prince. 
taking over his kingdom. And essentially he has to fight a relative who has really, you know, legitimacy for the most part. He, you know, he may have been passed over for the rightful heir, but he still has, I actually reason to qualm. Well, I would say, see the way that I know, and, and I know this because I really paid attention when Queen Elizabeth, when Queen Elizabeth just died, like they were, when she just died, they really got into like the line of succession, I guess is the word for it. I, they, they've said it, but I don't remember what it is. I think that's the term now. And right. like, technically Scar should have been like third in line. Or second in line, would, like not first yeah. in line, second in line, and even in Black Panther, even if if even if they had brought that kid home to um, Wakanda right. when when they when when T'Chaka killed his brother, T'Challa and Shuri would still outrank that kid for the throne, for sure. Because of the way the succession goes, it's the the son of the the, the current mon- son or daughter of the current monarch, and then their respective children before it ever goes to like a sibling right. of that. Yeah. So, but there are definitely other parallels. I mean, it's oh, there's one, a lot. It's, yeah, it's, it's Africa. Uh, two, yeah. it's. I mean, you know, there's a lion and there's a panther. They're both feline, uh, essentially, you know, characters. Sure. And then there's a whole goddamn scene where it's like the afterlife, and he talks to his father. Well, even even the scene. I mean, it's not it's not the same direct line because the one takes place in the afterlife, as you talked about it. But you know, when you said your opening line, that's what the queen Angela Bassett yells at T'Challa during mm-hmm. the first challenge fight. When he's fighting Mbaku. I mean, like, yeah. it's... Mufasa forever. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I mean, I'm not saying there's anything bad about it, but it just it was really kind of like, huh. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, did you ever play those Kingdom Hearts games that you, you bought? So I played part of the first one, and it's... I, I love the concept of it because to kind of delve into the worlds of Disney and everything is, is pretty fucking fun. But I think even though it's a remastered version, the controls are super old fashioned and clunky uh, where it's like, it's just not as fluid. The camera is very, well, yeah, it's a PS, it's a PS one title or PS two title. It's a PS two title that's released on a PS four, but it's like, they no, no, but I'm saying that, no, I'm saying the right, but you're not going to get any of the. You're still going to have the old controls, is what I'm getting at. You know, so. right? So that that kind of made me dip a little bit. So I want to get back to it because it's it looks fun. The, um, the reason I bring it up though is you know because it's Disney blending with Square. Square being the video game company, that's where you know you get a lot of Final Fantasy characters that you may or may not have come into yet, depending on how far you got into the title. But can you imagine if they made that now? Because you would have had Simba fighting along, probably T'Challa. I mean, you would theoretically you that could have happened based on current day Disney property. Are they no longer doing any Kingdom Hearts games? I think three was the most recent one. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I'd have to look honestly. Okay. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, um. I mean, they expanded it to Jack Sparrow, so at least they're. 
Oh, well, yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 is not that old, but I don't know that they integrated the Lucas Marvel purchases into the... God, that's so weird. I mean, it's so weird to imagine. I heard a rumor, uh, this is kind of relevant, but not relevant, is that because James Gunn is now the head of DC Studios, essentially, he's he's their new Kevin Feige, is that there's been dialogue about having uh, a a kind of one-off Avengers versus um, Justice League? I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I'd I mean, be hundred percent okay with that. I mean, that was a thing that was in the comics. I mean, ever since like they've created their characters, it was oh, who yeah. would win? Superman versus well, fucking I, you know? Hulk. I mean, without without getting into the whole thing because we have a whole bunch of other stuff to talk about. But if they were to do it. I mean, the Justice League is pretty set. You've got, you know, and I don't mean actors. I mean characters, right? You, yeah. your, your characters are your Batman, your Green Lantern, your Flash, your, you know, yeah. all that. Wonder Woman. Um, just because I didn't want to not mention the woman. But with with the Avengers in the current MCU, war, like, would, would, would the you... roster, yeah. Would you entice mm-hmm. RDJ and Chris Evans to come yeah. back for a one-off and, yeah. like, set it back in the past because you'd have to set it in the past too because tony's dead so yeah there's there's i i for sure would because the fans would go absolute no but do you think they would though is the question like i think rdj loved playing tony so much and i think a good chunk of what he has to do like if he's in the suit it doesn't necessarily have to be him you know what i mean and when he's in when we see that POV close up of his face in yeah. the suit, he's just that's sitting in him the chair anyway. So. Down. Yeah, that's yeah. him sitting down, just being like, um, okay. <laughs> I, oh, oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm, tell- I'm telling you right now, I want a scene. I, I so want a scene. I don't know if we did get it, but I want a scene of Tony walking into the Batcave and then him and Affleck just bantering back and forth. Because I think that would be brilliant. Like it's just, it'd be just like, wait, your parents died. My parents died. Wait, you're rich. I'm fucking rich. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Like, I and want to- Tony's just like, do you have an alcohol problem? And Ben Affleck just kind of looks at the camera, like, I mean, Batman doesn't, Bruce Wayne doesn't, but I for sure should do. <laughs> Actually, um, Bruce did in his version. Remember all the wine bottles? Yeah, but not as much as uh, Tony like was hinted oh, at. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'll tell you what I what I would want more than a, a a teen like a kind of versus movie, and then we'll get back to today's subject. There was a whole thing where DC and Marvel teamed up to create combined versions of respected characters. So there was Batman and Wolverine, and it was called like Dark Claw. Interesting. Oh, yeah, you don't know about this? Like, no. there's a whole thing where it was like Captain America and Superman. It was like Super Patriot. Okay. Like, there, there was a whole thing of this. I would much rather see that and you recast them with people that have never been used. So, like, mm. instead of Henry Cavill and Chris Evans. Hey, we just got Henry Cavill back. Let's be happy about that. I know, but that's my point, is let him be Superman. He stays as Superman, and whoever the fuck Super Patriot is, or whatever the fuck, I don't know, uh, give it it to Liam Hemsworth. What what about the guy that played um, 
the not Captain America, Captain America in the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. That oh, that guy, uh, fucking um, U.S. fucking what's his fuck U.S. agent? No, no. whatever. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because he's got to look like he at least has the build for Superman yeah. or Captain America. This yeah. guy doesn't. All right. Uh, I mean. I'm saying give it to Liam Hemsworth because Liam Hemsworth has taken over Henry Cavill's other role right. in The Witcher, and everybody's losing their fucking mind. I'll, I know, I, I know, I, I saw that. I haven't, I haven't watched the show. Neither have I. But I'm saying, you know, he's like the one fucking Hemsworth who hasn't been a superhero. Give it to him. Um, to your question, Kingdom Hearts Three Remind was the most recent game, and that was like four years ago at this point. So, all right. I mean, did uh, if it had Marvel or Super sh- uh, Star Wars shit, that's that's I, the question. I know I that. Well, I I know that's in your collection because you got every that thing that you bought because I was there when you bought it. Literally right. had everything, including I think the rhythm game that came out in 2020 called Melody of Hearts, which is basically Guitar Hero with Kingdom <clears throat> Hearts. Yeah, so. I don't think I'm gonna be able to play that. Well, you don't need a guitar. You can they'll they'll assign it to the oh, buttons it'll on be, your controller. Okay, so I mean, uh, I'm I'm sure if you did have the guitar, you could probably like connect it and use it. But you don't have to. You know what I mean? Right. So. Right now, I'm I'm officially going through Red Dead Two. So I've I didn't had, like I, it. I didn't it, like it. You know all. what? It took a long time to really kind of find the groove. Um, I still think I like the first one more based on just the simplicity, and I really like the voice actor who plays John Marston. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for Wednesday. Wednesday, at the time of this recording, is Ragnarok. So... Oh, I thought you were legit talking about, like, the show Wednesday. I was, like, about to be like, well, you had no interest in seeing that. I don't no, know and I talking. still don't. And I still don't. No, no, I'm talking about <coughs> Wednesday, the day of the week, because Ragnarok, God of War Ragnarok comes out. I, I want that as well, but I'm going to wait. I'm oh no, mine's mine's reserved. I'm picking oh, it I know. Wednesday. I know you. Um, but anyway, all right. So just like last week, we did a whole deep dive of some selected uh, Disney classics. This week, we're kind of moving forward to what is really kind of commonly known as the Disney Renaissance period. Which, um, just by comparison, we went through three periods in the last episode, and this episode burst focused on one period for the entirety of it. That's how massive the Renaissance was for Disney. It, how massive as well as how uh, good, how really fucking good yeah. a lot of these movies are. And also we were trying to do the whole, let's drop the Disney princesses once because we want to do that for a future episode. Yeah, we have it. We have a special plan for that. So again, no aerials, no bells, no, right. um, the but, exception being is in this episode, Jasmine is featured, but she's not the title character, which is sort of our way of saying, meh, we're going to include her. And I'm sure she'll get an honorable mention once we do our special that we have planned. So it's not like we're dismissing her as a princess. We just feel like course. that she's not the focal point compared to some of the other princess characters that we come across in the Disney world. So Right. We're not dropping her royal status, so to no, speak. Yes, not at all. Um I the one I'm actually interested to watch when we get to that is The Princess and the Frog. Because I've heard really good things about that, but I've it's, not seen it's it. pretty decent. Yeah. It's actually pretty decent. Uh my favorite thing about that particular movie, um, and it's really just kind of me trolling the trolls, is when people are like, oh, it's the first time an American's ever been a Disney princess. I'm just like 
Y'all don't know who the fuck they call Pocahontas is then. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Well, because they're right. thinking, they're thinking, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. But yeah, they, they're the type of idiots that think Pocahontas is Mexican for some reason. <laughs> right. Um, or so, actually Indian Indian. Right. So the, the, the movies that we're covering this particular episode are Aladdin, The Lion King, Hunchback of Notre Dame, uh, Hercules, and Tarzan. And that's in the order of release that, mm-hmm. that we are, uh, that I mentioned them. Uh, do we want to do, since there are multiples here, do we want to do our ranking system? Yeah, let me write it down really quickly. I forgot to write mine down. Um, Slacker. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, and then, okay, I got mine. Uh, Lion King, Aladdin, Hunchback, Tarzan, and Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. Now, see, I thought Hunchback was your favorite. It's definitely one of my favorites, and it, it's definitely up there. Okay. I like, here's my thing: is I love absolutely all of these movies. I I fucking do. Like the Renaissance period was especially my childhood. Mine because too. I was, I, yeah, for both of us. Um, but I think it's fair to say, like you didn't watch hunchback or tarzan growing up whereas i did no but i watched mermaid and lion king and aladdin so like that, that's sure. the thing the renaissance period compared to some of the other ones is and we did not set the the time frames on it i think it's infinitely longer than the other period some of the other periods in terms of it's the like number of 89 years. to like 2001 or something that's a lot it's... of years that's 22 yeah. years like i don't think i don't think the golden age was 22 years i think it was like 10 wasn't it or something or that, yeah something like that <clears throat> um so it, it there's a lot of there's a lot of space to gather there to your point you know mm-hmm. where there's some of those latter movies that you would have grown up with you know whereas i would have been around the same age watching the older of those mm-hmm. you know so um for me uh it goes and i'm i'm surprised to myself with this order, to be honest with you, because I kind of went into it with an expected order, and then having gone through them, it changed it. Um, not drastically, but enough that it made it kind of interesting. Uh, I'm going Tarzan. Whoa! Yeah, I dug Tarzan a lot. I really I did. Um, Tarzan, Al- Aladdin, uh, Hercules, Lion King, Hunchback. The that's the order I'm doing it in. So okay, um, and I'm honestly surprised. I got to say this: I was watching Hunchback, and Hunchback was the last one that I watched, and that was by design for me. Um, mm-hmm. That's not why it's my least favorite, but it was just I I knew I had a feeling that one would be the toughest one for me to to kind of sit through. So that's why I saved it for last. You're um, not a Notre Dame fan. It's not even that, dude. It, I mean, <laughs> I am, I am, but it. First off, I was su- surprised that you love a movie as much as you do. Although, again, I expected it to be number one for you. We'll discuss that in a minute. But with so, so many religious overtones, because you being so a- strong in your atheism and so anti-religion and, and certainly not criticizing you for any of those. No, it's all um, true. No, but I'm just saying I'm not bringing them up to be critical. It, 
it's got a lot of religious overtone to it that I thought would have turned you off, if nothing else. I think, I, and I've said this before when it comes to movies with, like, like Fiddler, for example. Uh, it's not as, that, this has more than that does, in my opinion, but go ahead. Th- this has more Catholicism, for sure. Because oh, for sure. Judaism. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hunchback, it kind of shows that religion is definitely one of the bad parts of this Disney movie. Like, it's a very dark movie. Yeah. And it's a very dark story. And Frollo is absolutely a fucking religious dude, but he also manipulates it in his own way. Yeah. And that's the thing that I at least respected of the film is that. It shows that people that can that you could be super religious and super evil. Like this, oh, yeah. this is a motherfucker who's super against sin, but is one of the biggest fucking sinners of all. And, and I love the hypocrisy of movies. I love it when movies will show that. Okay, I I can get behind that. I can follow that. I, my biggest problem with Hunchback was the I, I and I've said this before. So there was something else we watched, and I, I wish I could remember what it was, but we did an episode, and I was like. You wanted me to like it. It wasn't one of your favorites. It wasn't one of those, but you you wanted me to like it, and I I didn't because I'm just at a point where I'm done with watching discrimination, real life or cinema. Mm. Like I'm just done, and and sure. I'm not even. And you would think it's the, it's the Quasimodo stuff, and, and no, I mean no, it's yeah, Esmeralda and it's the Esmer- gypsies. Yeah, yeah, it's a hundred percent that. Not 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 that the way Quasi's treated is okay because it's not, right. but. Um, but yeah, that, the the gypsy Esmeralda stuff and the way that Frollo uses his power to discriminate against that, that group of people. I was like, nah, I'm good. Like, you know, so, um, the movie's very well done. Like, I don't want to take away from the people that worked on the film or, or it's not a bad movie, but that, that, that along with the strong religious overtones really kind of took me. It, it made it hard for me to kind of finish it. I did watch it. I watched it all the way through because I do. As, I'm a, as someone who's an ex-Catholic or still like, would you consider yourself a lapsed Catholic? Uh, that... I'm ag- I, I would consider myself agnostic, whatever you want to call that. So if you want to call that lapsed Catholic, Catholic, then sure. You know, like. Okay. Well, well someone who was raised Catholic, I guess. Yes. Is the yeah. best way of... So since you were raised Catholic, was that a hard thing to watch? Like Catholicism being used in a in a in a horrible way in a no. Disney of all fucking things. No, no because, because you know the history. What? Yes, I mean the the Crusades were a real thing. Like I, right. you know, like I'm aware that the the Catholic Church has a terrible history of using religion in you know in ways of um you know doing bad things. So yeah, that didn't bother okay. me at all. So um should we jump and, and we're having a great discussion here, but should we jump back to Aladdin and work our way back to Hunchback or should we just stick with where we are for the moment? Let's 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 continue with Hunchback and then we'll go back to the order. I, okay. I I'm liking the Hunchback conversation. Okay. Um I I I mean from from an acting perspective, I thought all the people that participated in it were fantastic. I, I could have taken or left Jason Alexander. I you, mean you know, I said this, I think, to Doug Frankel. I said, you know what? Hunchback is probably almost a perfect film, except for the goddamn fucking gargoyles. Like, the gargoyles even... kind of... I know they're there to add some levity, but at that, when you're watching, you're like, I'm digging this darkness. Good for you, Disney, for going through this. And then it's like, 
you know, fucking George Costanza's voice just pops out of fucking nowhere. Like, let me tell you, you know. Well, I mean, I kind of felt that way about, I mean, I know you love this character, but I kind of felt that way about Phil and Hercules. Like, like, I just felt like DeVito felt out of place. So, I mean, that's, that's, you know, I'm not saying that that, that Jason Alexander fit either, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think it's the first time I've had that. I it wasn't here. just Jason Alexander. It was the other two as well. It's just like, gee, I mean, like yeah. Steph and I really like Jake got into a fucking debate about whether the gargoyles were like real or not, or if they were a figment of his, I, of his I imagination. I actually was going to ask you that because I, I kind of in the same, but where, where do you stand on that? Because I'm curious. They're there. They're clearly no, moving around because I, they're fucking doing shit. Here, here's the thing. And I don't know if Steph caught this, but I caught this every time they stopped moving and someone else was in the room, they were back in their original positions next to the table. It did not matter where they were. Not true. They, they would, they would stop. It doesn't matter where they were. They would be out on the balcony or they would be by the table. I'm telling you when watch it again, they, when anyone else's point of view was shown, they were at the table. They were sitting next to the table in a group every time, every time. That's why I think they're not there. They one of them legit fucking scared uh, Jolly the goat. So if you're if you're gonna say that Quasimodo's uh, imagination is just is really the goat, you know he you know he has one that's just as similar. Then I guess I'm um, just saying they 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 move. They yeah. literally also fucking went on full out war against the the Parisian guard. Yeah, from like afar. So Yeah. I and, see my question is more how the fuck did they get that lava ready in like a matter of two minutes? No, I think yeah, I think that was always boiling away. Like I think that was just always off in the side there. I don't know as quasi. It was his house. Like Okay, I, mean, I will hit up Tom Hules and I'll be like, yo. First off, you were amazing as Mozart. Second, you were amazing as Quasimodo. And third, you look like him now. Um, I, I look like Tom Hills, or Tom Hills looks like Quasi. He also looks like Quasi. Have you seen him lately? Damn, that's mean. <laughs> he's a big dude. He put on, he's, he's, he's got the. He's got the. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call Quasi fat. Quasi's fucking. He's a big dude. dude. He's a big dude, but he's not fat. All right, fair enough. You're eating fucking crackers and grapes and all the scraps that fucking Frollo gives you. You're you're not gonna be fat. Um, you'd be quasi fat, but not fat fat. Connect <laughs> everybody. Um, no. Uh, yes. No, I, 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 I. Um, the two gargoyles besides Jason Alexander, though, the woman, that actress makes me laugh, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because I'm a big fan of the Sister Act movies, and she's okay. she's the one she's that kind of absent-minded nun that's in those okay. movies, and it's the same I, woman. I have I don't think I've actually fully seen Sister Act two. You you talk about she's all the in time. both Dark- though. She's in the first one. She's in the first. So if you've okay. only seen the first one, she's in. She's the nun that's leading the choir when Whoopi takes it over. Gotcha. That's okay. that same person who voices that one gargoyle. Um, and then the other guy was one of the reporters on Murphy Brown, which I know you don't know because I've asked you about that show, but I love that show. And that guy was... It's funny to hear him a little looser because his character on Murphy Brown was like straight ruler. like he, And that was what it was supposed to be. Like He was very 
prim, proper, straight ruler. He wasn't. Sure. And that's what made him so funny on that show because he had all these other like wackadoos around him and he got this straight dude, you know? So, um, so it was nice seeing you hearing him being able to loosen up a little bit, but actually the thing that put the, the, the voice that, that took me out a little bit was, uh, and I like this guy, so don't get me wrong, but Kevin Klein as Phoebus, that really was just like, that didn't feel right to me for whatever reason. Really? I, yeah, I, I, I dug it. I, I thought it was, I thought it was perfect. And I, and I like Kevin Klein. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I got no, I, there's plenty of shit he's in that I absolutely love. So I'm a, I'm a fan of his, but it just felt weird. Did you ever see the movie, a fish called Wanda? Have we talked no, about that? No, Dude, I, I you've don't. Got, know. You've got to see a fish called Wanda. Yeah. It's, I think Kevin Klein won an Oscar for it. Like uh, and he, I don't and he, remember. He plays like a con man and he gives gives this brilliant fucking takedown where he like talks shit and he just goes on and on and on. Like it's like a 20 second insult and he just keeps layering insult after insult after insult. It's kind of a it's kind of a straightforward Monty Python movie. It's yeah, John well, Cleese. yeah, it's, it's Michael Clay- Palin. Yeah, and and I yeah I I know enough about it that it's basically a you know um, a Python movie without the without the title and the, some of the over the top wackiness. But yes, um, it's it's just a good whodunit caper kind of movie. Um, but I I liked Kevin Klein. I also read that he basically had the horse's name be Achilles, so he could because he improvised a lot. Achilles heel. Right. I thought that was great. Um, Tony J as Frollo. What a fucking voice. I know, dude. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about another one in a different film, but I could have. I got the voice of Zeus wrong for like the first 10 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. I see. I said to Steph, I'm like, oh, man, dude, fucking ripped horn. What a fucking voice. And she looked at me. Yeah. God, sorry. She looked at me fucking blank. I'm like, Rick Torn. And she's just like, ah. And I'm like, the dude from Men in Black. And she's like, and I'm like, no, uh, fucking, okay, uh, give the kid a weapon. You know, like that. Uh, we're yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm explaining this to her. She's like, oh. And I'm like, he's also the motherfucker, whether you like the movie or not, gives the immortal line in Dodgeball. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Like It's actually one of those few of those that style movies that I like. I like Dodgeball. That one's one I like. So By the way, Rick Torn was a fucking piece of shit human being, but he had a great goddamn voice. Oh was he? I didn't even know that. So there Oh go. yeah, he was a total fucking drunken asshole and yeah. like he and um uh Dennis Hopper like came to blows when they were filming easy rider, like to the point where rip torn sued him because Dennis Hopper claimed that he pulled a knife on him. Like mm. it was all like this. Wow. Seventies was a fucking time. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Uh, um, but Tony J like for those who like grew up and watched like Nickelodeon, this is the guy who voiced Lipschitz on the Rugrats. Ah, uh. The fucking like Viennese German, uh, the Viennese doctor, where his name was a total fucking you know pun. There's like you know, <laughs> lip shits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you don't, if you didn't watch that, but you're a fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger, he played the fucking the head of the uh, like the he was like the doctor who ran Arnold Schwarzenegger in Twins at the beginning of the film. He was the narrator. Okay. Okay. 
but yeah, Tony J was the shit. Uh, and and the Judge Frollo, in my opinion, is one of those underrated villains. Like a good thing about all these movies that we're talking about today is that they all have great villains. I also and they all have. They all have great voice actors playing the villains. With the exception of the villain and Tarzan, I notice they all have the same delivery, too. Like, they all have that... So... Oh, that kind of debonair, like, regal way of speaking? Yeah, all of them, with the exception of Clayton, in my opinion. Oh, I, I think Clayton also did that as well. Uh, not as much. He's a hunter, but he definitely... Yeah, but he doesn't do that... All these other characters draw out their sentences in some of the words more than Clayton does, I think. Well, he does it with gorillas. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, but I meant more like hunt them down. You know, it's like that kind of thing. You must it, get them now. Yeah, you know, chew like, their words as much as they chew the scenery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and I don't feel like Clayton did that as much. Um,. No, he was there to hunt shit. And, yeah, but I, yeah. I have a lot of respect for the actor, Brian Blessed, who did Clayton. Oh, I, I, I'm not saying anything bad about him. I just It was a different delivery compared to all the other ones. We'll get to Tarzan, but I, as long as we're talking about the, like, the villain voice acting, do you recognize Clayton's voice? No. All right. That help at all? I'm trying to... It's no one of Wonga. Oh, is it Jar Jar? No, it's oh. fucking Boss Nass. Oh, the it's dude Boss Nass. runs yeah, Charger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, he was from uh, Prince of Thieves, wasn't he? I don't know. So he, he I don't know what he is. guy. It's Brian Blessed. He is the king. He's like, he's fucking Kevin Costner's dad at the beginning. Oh, well, I mean, he's only on scene for like two minutes. Yeah, but the way you talk about that movie, it made, you made it sound like you watched it a lot. I, I did, you... but I never paid attention to that guy. Okay, um, well, I see, I know him because he's from the first season of Black Adder as well. Okay. He plays Rowan Atkinson's daughter, uh, daughter, father, excuse me. I can buy dad with father, daughter. Um, I don't know why I don't know why it came out like that. Yes, Brian Blessed, big bearded fucking dude. Uh, with a robust fucking voice is my favorite daughter. <laughs> okay. Take two. Um, no, he oh, plays, no, that uh, ain't going anywhere. The... No, I'm sure. Um, no, he plays uh, King Richard IV in okay. Black Adder. The joke being there was no Richard IV. Gotcha. Um... But my favorite thing about him in Tarzan is that apparently Tony Goldwyn, who plays Tarzan, couldn't do the fucking Tarzan cry. Oh, I yeah. okay. So this guy did it, and they yeah. Well, I and that leads me to some. Well, since we've been talking about a hunchback in depth, I, that leads me to something I should ask you about because you seem to have a real problem when there's people not singing stuff. As and we've talked about that before. I don't know if I have a problem, but I have more respect if someone sings it. So to me, didn't do any of her own singing in Hunchback. Uh, yeah, that. But you know what? I'm of the opinion that that song was not very, particularly very good. So I don't. I didn't really say the song was good, but it, that, that doesn't. Well, I, I mean, fucking Jasmine didn't do her own singing either. I know. I mean, it, Aladdin didn't do his own singing. Um, no, Scott Weisinger absolutely did. Or no, Wanaga. Yeah. Okay. Then the not... interview where I saw him say he had took singing lessons to sing as Aladdin. 
and then happen. they went with someone else. Uh, there, there's a whole, there's a video of uh, Leah Salonga, who does the singing Jasmine, doing a whole new world, and then the dude who's singing Aladdin is not the dude from Full House. Okay, just because it was that's on a video they did. I mean, but you can hear the voice. It sounds like the audio track. It sounds like singing Aladdin. He may have t- he may have done voice lessons, and then they were like, "No." Right, like well, he's he's I, talked I, about singing on, as Aladdin multiple times, so I don't know. They have done that in like the later sequels. That's definitely possible, but not for the first Aladdin. Um, or maybe he did it for like that opening scene where he's running from the guards and shit. But no, for a whole new world, it was definitely a different well, day. I, I, I mean, I see what's in the trivia here, but I don't, I mean, we've already, we've said before that I can't always be accurate. So I don't sure. know, whatever. Um, no, I, again, I have respect if an actor makes that extra leap, but like example, the nightmare before Christmas, Danny Elfman does all the singing for Jack Skellington. Well, yeah, we said that. Yeah. Whereas Chris Sarandon, you know, you know, Danny Elfman did a good enough job where he sounds like he could be Chris Sarandon singing. As, you know, as long as it matches, if you have someone who, you know, I don't know, sounds like Jeremy Irons, and then when they sing, they sound like Leah Salonga, I'm like, that's not good at all. That sounds fucking awful, you know? Can I can I just talk about, real quick, and I just saw this, how how much of a uh, a monster Robin was at the time? A monster in what yeah. way? And just how fucking he just didn't stop working. Like apparently oh, yeah. he came in and did the, all the recordings for the genie in between shooting toys and Hook. <laughs> like and he, he was doing fucking like impromptu stand up for fucking uh, Spielberg on an almost nightly basis because Spielberg was also was doing uh, Schindler's List. So he would hit up Robin and Robin would just do right. fucking stand up on the phone. To like cheer up the whole cast and crew. He's like, oh, hey, what's going on here? I mean, the dude, I mean, we both know he was just a ball of fucking energy, but goddamn. I mean, he was a bigger fucking ball of energy in the 80s and 70s, but that was oh. a tribute to like, cocaine. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, ball of cocaine. I'm just looking at the list of imitations the genie did that got cut from the film. Did you see this list? I've seen the list. I there is definitely a R-rated version somewhere out oh, there. Oh, I I would pay so much money to see that. Chris Columbus came forward and said that there was a G-rated, a PG-rated, a PG-13 rated, an R-rated and X-rated version of Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. For the love of all that is fucking holy. <laughs> someone release all the audio and footage of Robin Williams doing the X-rated Mrs. Doubtfire, as well as whatever above G-rated version of Aladdin there is. I'm going to add to that. I want all the whatever wasn't released in uh, Good Morning Vietnam when he was on the radio. Because For- I, I heard there were just hours of him just sitting behind the mic just doing shit. Like- that motherfucker was always thin. Because he was burning calories by talking. Yeah. Um, I, I think I've said this to you before, but I recommend if you haven't, find old comic reliefs and just watch him, Robin, or him, Billy, and Whoopi together. Whoopi, yeah. Oh, I, my I've God. Seen, I've seen clips for sure. Oh, man. It's just, he's he just, I mean, 
there's a story about how Don Rickles slapped Robin in the face and right beforehand, because Don Rickles would come on periodically of the comic reliefs. Yeah. Like every other year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Billy and Robin had a bet. Billy was like, he's going to slap, he's going to slap one of us. You watch, you just, we just have a feeling Don Rickles is going to slap us. Sure enough, Don Rickles comes up, goes right to Robin, slaps him in the face. And Rob is just like overjoyed, like, ah, 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 you, ah, me, me realized he lost money, but he's so ecstatic. He got slapped in the face by Don Rickles. Oh, this is some bullshit that I didn't know. You probably knew this, but I didn't know this. According to this, um, well, first off, they have 16 hours of total material. That's not what I was going to say, but it's 16 hours of extra material of Robin. Uh-huh. Um, but apparently, Robin ad-libbed so many lines that the script got rejected for Best Adapted Screenplay for the Academy Awards because of all the, uh-huh. the ad-libs. That's some bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, I heard about that. I mean... I think that was fair to say for most Robin Williams movies that he would just, I mean, the directors knew, Yeah. okay, give us the scripted line and then have fun. That was like a thing for most of his movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love this story though. Always been a fan of this story. I'm, I'm always been a fan of the, like that, that the genie mystical nights, you know, like that. I, I love it's Arabian, one of the reasons why. Arabian tales. Yeah. I mean, it's why I love, I mean, I I loved the Moonlight series from Disney Plus. Like, I know mm-hmm. not it's not a lot of people's favorite Disney, um, the the Marvel series that they've been putting out. I absolutely loved it. I know that's Egyptian, but it's still that same era time frame type thing. You know, it's just happening in a different section. You know, but yeah, one is fictional Middle East. One is, I mean, there's also still discussion whether Egypt is technically africa or technically the middle east well the country is definitely africa but it's so close to the middle east that you could consider it part of that region when you say it you know right i Um, got yelled at by a dude who was um he was egyptian he was egyptian american and i said oh so you're middle eastern he's like no i'm african i'm like I, I would say you're African. I mean, that's honest to God, because that, that is the continent it's on. It's on the continent of Africa. It is, you know, right. like, so I get where you're coming where you're coming from, but I, I would say, you know, if I was to, to pick, I would definitely say um, it's it's African. I um, agree. I, I just didn't know. No, no, no. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but Aladdin, for sure. I mean, that was that was my childhood that was your childhood it was it is a iconic fucking movie yeah for all the good reasons and ironically enough it starts off with a goddamn warning on disney plus it does yeah and you actually hit me up about it and i was like well i mean even though agrabah is a fucking fictional part of the middle east presumably it, it sounds like Disney is being super paranoid that they're going to offend Middle Easterners, even though it's a fictional country. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I I, I, I half expected one on... I half expected one on Tarzan, to be honest with you. Although we mm-hmm. didn't get it, and I'm fine with that we didn't get it. Like, I don't think there needed to be one. Um, at the same time, I'm kind of surprised there wasn't one on Hunchback. Yeah, because, I know that is, because that's a good of point. the the gypsy thing, you know. Um, 
the gypsy thing or possibly offending Catholics. Yeah, I, I think they're more worried about cultural and racial than they are about religious. But nonetheless, you're not Clearly wrong. Clearly, Disney does not give a fuck about gypsies. <laughs> um, but but Aladdin, yeah, the the whole story, the the you know the three wishes, the the one true. I mean, the whole thing. But Rob, listen, Robin makes that movie. Like honestly, you put it, you put anyone else in that genie voice. Movie's okay, but I guarantee you it drops in terms of its quality exponentially. Oh, I can vouch for that. I can name two fucking names. Dan Castellaneta. And Will Smith. And Will Smith. <laughs> See, I like Dan Castellaneta, though. I do. But he's just not He's not Robin. He's not Robin. And if you're... My whole thing was when they announced the remake and that Will Smith was taking over, I was like, okay, fuck. You can't be Robin. They shouldn't make it at all, but if you're going to fucking make this, Will Smith is not the worst choice. He has the star power. He has, he'll he make it his own. Hey, I'm he just happy it wasn't fucking... The Rock, because The Rock seems to be in everything. But And I like him, but still. And there was rumor that he was it was going to go to The Rock, because they're like, well, he's got the physique for it. He's got he the does star have the power. physique, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the singing voice now, because he trained hard for Moana, and he did his own singing. Yeah, and I hear it's pretty. I haven't seen it, but, but I heard it's pretty good. So. Oh, he's great, and Mo- yeah. Moana's great, but he's especially good. Um, but Dan Castellaneta, who's most famous for playing Homer Simpson, as among among other, uh, yeah, I voices. think he's the second most characters behind Harry Shearer. I think Harry Shearer or Hank Azaria. It's someone did. I can't remember the rank, but like he's Top he's three. a lot, but he's less than what you think. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I I think yeah. I, God, he took over as genie in the sequel, Return of Jafar. Okay, which which was fine. It was fine. The third one's better because Robin came back. Like Disney burned its bridge with Robin because he like had an ad- a, an agreement with them, something about merchandising rights or licensing rights or something, and they completely negated on the deal, and. Disney periodically would try and smooth things over with Robin, but he was like, you know, standing firm. He's like, you guys didn't fucking agree to my agreement. So no, fuck you. Right. And then I think it was Eisner, Michael Eisner took over. And then the first thing he did was go and like fix everything with Robin. That's how serious this shit was. It was like a 10 year gap. Mm. Um, And then he came back for King of Thieves, which is actually, again, it's a decent Follow up, uh, but Dan Castellaneta was like doing it, it, it. Honestly, it sounds like Homer Simpson doing an impression of Robin Williams. Like it's it's not bad. It's just not Robin. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm looking something up here because I know because I'm curious. It's not even that I'm not believing you. I'm more curious. Probably just be easier to do this. Um. Because we were talking about Kingdom Hearts earlier, and the genie absolutely mm-hmm. makes an appearance multiple times. It's probably Dan Castellaneta. Well, that's what I want to look up. I'm curious about who played, uh, who played the genie in the Kingdom Hearts games. So probably would be easier just to look up Dan Castellaneta. Well, no, I found Kingdom Hearts. Now I'm just looking through for the genie. Um, but no, I but the story is good. I dig the whole. I like I like that Jasmine's like fuck you. I'm not gonna do this 
you know, eight billion year old tradition. And although we have to agree, that's kind of like a um, so what I'm looking for here. It's a little uh, beat to death. Like that's a common trope. Oh, daddy it wants is me to now, but I think in the early '90s, I don't think it was that used, especially for a Disney princess. I think a good chunk of the Disney princesses were just kind of like, oh, one day I will find my man. I will find my prince. And I think Disney was trying to make a conscious effort to modernize Jasmine. I forgot how many heavy hitter names were in this game. Jesus. I will say this while you're while you're doing your research. Um, it would it would have been nice for Jasmine to have more than one kind of token song in Aladdin. They give her a duet, and it's a it's an iconic duet. Fucking a whole new world is iconic. Every goddamn couple, whether they're male or female or or the same fucking sex, at some point <laughs> there's a strong probability probability that they sing that song together because it's a great goddamn romance song. Here, here's the thing I want to say about these. I'm I'm talking more in general terms, right? Some of these some of these movies had too many songs for me. Honestly, like I thought, I thought Aladdin, Lion King, um, for songs sung by characters had the the best balance, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, Tarzan did it best, and there was really no song within the movie. There was the the Phil Collins song, which I love Phil Collins, so I was great to hear that, and I knew that song before, even though I had never seen the movie. Um, but I I liked the balances because you only have the three songs in Aladdin, and to me they're spread apart enough. I'm trying to think of the three songs. There's the opening one. There's okay, so, the... Well, the opening. Okay, so I guess four. But I mean, because you you got the opening one, you got Prince Ali, you got Friend Like Me, and you got a whole new world. Then you have Jafar's reprise of Prince Ali. Well, yeah, but I don't consider that. It's not a new song. Sure. It's it's a second verse. I'm yeah. uh, I'm kind of with you. Um, um, do you agree with the theory that the opening merchant in the beginning of Aladdin who tells us the tale is the genie in disguise? Um, I I can see why the trivia I was just reading says no. It was just they needed a voice, and Robin was there. So I I. I mean, I think I, I think the trivia is wrong because because he has the genie has four fingers. Okay. So meaning he has three fingers and a thumb. So does the merchant. They're also both voiced by Robin Williams. And I, although I'm willing to bet that I don't think the singing, the opening singing is done by Robin. But I could be wrong about that. It doesn't sound like Robin. It sounds like someone doing an impression of Robin. You know, yeah, who I, I in turn know. is doing an impression of a agrobarian, agro agrobarian, whatever, and a, a fucking a, a dude from Agrabah, <laughs> <laughs> an, ag- an agrobro. That's that's his fucking a- agrobro, agrobra. <laughs> I I don't I hate even. That. I hate that I made that pun. I I I'm sorry, um, but I mean, I guess it's possible. The question I would ask is, how did he get out of it? So is it, does that mean the whole movie is a flashback? I mean, that's not yeah. uncommon. Well, yeah, because he says, would you like to hear the tale? So he, oh, that's he's true. Telling, yeah. yeah. So he's telling us 
what the fuck happened. Well, he's uh, free. I mean, it's possible. Also, he can time travel. I mean, clearly he can time travel because he's fucking doing Jack Nicholson impressions. Or, yeah, I mean, well, I guess my question is, you know, I I think the movie contradicts itself a little it, bit. In what um, way? In that in when when Jafar makes his third wish to have all the power of the genie. Mm-hmm. And that's what allows Aladdin to trap him in the in the lamp and kind of like sink him for all eternity. Apparent, you know. Obviously, we have the return of Jafar, it, it, but yeah, yeah, it lasts about a year, if that. But sure, but that's that's the that's the thought process at the time of the action is that he's going to be trapped in this thing for eons, right? But he gets all the power too, like mm-hmm. the G- so. Shouldn't genie? I've kind of turned human and lost all his power once Aladdin freed him. He didn't take the powers of genie. He became a genie. He became a separate genie. No, but when Aladdin freed genie, Robin Williams genie. Oh, I see what you're saying. They kind of, they kind of did that in the, in the live action remake. Okay. He, he, he becomes a human. Like there's a whole there's a whole thing where the genie wants to settle down and become a human and have a family. Mm. So when he's telling he's actually telling the story at the beginning to his daughter and his son as a human. Right. And throughout the film, he falls in love with Jasmine's handmaiden. So I I, I mean I only saw Aladdin like the like twice, the, the live action one. And I'm pretty sure they they go that route. They make him a fucking human. Hmm. So I, I I don't agree and I don't disagree. Like right. I'm fine with genie having the freedom of being a genie and having powers to do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, fi- I'm fine, fine with, with it. It just human. I'm fine with it, but it just contradicts the the logic that happens when they give Jafar the powers. You would think that the reverse should happen when he gets freed. That's all. I'm not. Mm. I'm not against it. I'm just saying it goes against. So, uh, very quickly, you're correct. Uh, Genie seems to only appear in the first two, mm-hmm. and it is Dan Castellaneta, and he's not in the third. You got one. it. You got it right. Yeah. No. No. I know. And he's not in the third one. Gotcha. So, uh, he meaning the character of Genie. So, or if he is, he's not listed in the IMDb. We'll put it that way, which is very uncommon. They're usually pretty good about getting them, even when they're like uncredited or whatever. You know. So, yeah, I have um, an IMDb. You do. Yeah, it's super weird. I now I wonder if I have one, but let's look you up well, first. I I had one because uh, of um, Madison on the air. Oh, okay. Yeah, she made me one. I think she it, took uh, it down. Unless it's oh wait, no, there you are. I I searched it. It's there. Yeah, look at you. Yeah, right. Can I add to this? As like, long as you're respectful. No, no, I wasn't asking about that. I was asking if it was possible. Period. If it was technologically possible because I kind of want to add to this. By all means, make me look good. Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. Then no, you can't. <laughs> no, I have to be a I have to have an account. I don't have an account, so that's You have to be an I have to be an IMDb pro or oh. something. Oh, well, fuck that then. I'm not paying yeah, you. Uh, yeah, I know. You're not going to put money to fucking ridicule me. I can do that for free right here. That's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um 
Uh, okay, uh, another uh, great fucking voice actor, fucking Gilbert Gottfried as Iago. Is that not like inspired fucking casting? I think it's good. I also like the fact, and and this was a thing back when I was a kid, but I'm sure it might still be a thing. But even when I was a kid, there was a big debate about why did the bird have teeth, and, right? And the the answer is very simply Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, you can't envision that voice without teeth like i can't you know so like i i was the one screaming that the aflac duck should have had teeth as well until he got fired from that gig you know so um which that's a whole different thing but anyway um i uh i uh, yeah i i i think it was a good pick i got no problem with it you know i i hated what they did with the remake the only reason i'm bringing up the remake a bunch because you haven't seen it, and this sure. probably yeah, yeah. be the only opportunity. Look, I love Alan Tudyk. I really fucking think he's an amazing. Oh, did he do Iago in the remake? Yeah, he did. He, he did sequel. Iago, but he he did it like a parrot. Well, like he, yeah, he, yeah, that's all good and fair. But also, if you keep in mind, when Iago is around anyone else. He plays parrot, like you know what I mean, like so. Right, but in this version, like when it's just him and Jafar, where he should be like, "We're never gonna get that stupid light." Like he's not doing that. Right. He's just like he's just kind of gutter like like it's super. Well, that's kind of yeah. I'm with you. That's it's just this. literally a parrot, like a real parrot. I'm just like this is so fucking dumb. Like, you get a great goddamn voice actor to just go, Bah-h-h-h-h. like, it's so lame. Which, by the way, I'm not pivoting completely, but you made me think of something I wanted to, I've been meaning to ask you about. Did Have you watched, uh, did you keep up with Andor? Because I know you didn't like the first couple episodes. Did you drop no. off? I dropped off, but I, I hear that Andy Serkis is back or some shit. He's playing a different character, and, and now he's, I'm serious. And he's really good. Like yeah, that's that's honestly the reason that I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta watch this oh, goddamn it, it, show. I I told you it picks up, and I wasn't wrong. It picks up, and as far as I'm concerned, stays up. So I all right, yeah. all right. Um, I'll just say this: I'm not spoiling anything for you or the audience. It's the straightest I've seen him play anybody. The straightest? Yeah, that I've seen him play. Now you might have seen more of his work, but I'm saying like. Like, Claw's got a little bit over the top. You know what I mean? And oh, like, so he's just straightforward. Yeah, very just, straight. Gotcha, okay. There's, there's none of that, like, crazy circus stuff that you're used to seeing. And I'm not counting his voice work, because that's very different. I'm talking about on screen, you see his face and whatnot. Yeah, he's, he's a circus performer. Yep. No, but you know what I mean. Like, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so, did you, all right, let me ask you a question, because you're a massive gamer. Have you always been a massive gamer? Like, from little, little, little tyke? I had an Atari 2600, so yeah. I okay. think Yeah. Did you play the Aladdin video game on, like, Super oh, Nintendo? Oh, I wanted to talk about that and Lion King, because they both have games, <sighs> and they're both hard as shit, but they're both amazingly good, so... But there's differing versions, because I did play... I played the Super Nintendo version of Aladdin. As did but I. But there was also a Sega Genesis yes, version was. of both Aladdin and Lion King. Yes, there was. The Aladdin Super Nintendo was infinitely, in my opinion, easier to play, thus more enjoyable to play. I forget. I, I yeah, I think the Genesis was typically considered the harder of the two. Um, 
with also a more fucked up controller, if I remember correctly. Well, it it just it had less buttons. That's what mm-hmm. it was. The Genesis controller had three. It, it had your directional pad, and then you had three buttons, and that was right. it. Then the Super Nintendo controller, in comparison, had your directional pad and six buttons, so that uh-huh. made it very different. Um, I don't know what the controls are, you know, you know, side by side. I can't sit here and tell you this button did this versus this button did that. I can't do that. Don't right. know. Um, but I think you were, if I recall from what I had heard, you were required on the Genesis one to hit like button combinations to do the same thing mm-hmm. you could do by hitting like the L button on Super Nintendo. Um, but that's just because of the way the controller was, was laid out. Like we said, um, I loved both those games. They were hard. I didn't beat either of them. They did just re- recently remaster both those games, and you can buy them in like a package deal now. And they're not terribly I, expensive that I'm aware of. So, oh, I bought it, and I immediately returned it. Why? Because it was so fucking hard. Oh well, they they based it off the Genesis one. That's why. Yeah, I know, and I got super excited because I'm like, holy fuck, I could play the Super Nintendo Aladdin again, and I, I fucking went as far as I possibly could with Aladdin, and I was like, alright, th- this is not as fun as I remember because it's a completely different version. I'm gonna move on to Lion King. Holy shit, is that not a soul-crushing game? <laughs> and it's so frustrating because like, you're fucking jumping around as a four-pod lion, and if you don't jump on a goddamn ledge properly... You just eat shit and die. <laughs> and if you don't jump on like little platforms that are smaller than a lion should actually be able to stand on, hey, guess what? You're going to fucking die. Plus, you have like buzzers and shit throwing shit at you, and like you got to like jump over. It is so fucking hard. I gave it a day. Like, and I really, really, really went through it as long as I possibly could to the point where Steph was like, babe stop playing this fucking game. Play something <laughs> else. And I, I was just like, no, I'm on a mission. I'm going to fucking beat this son of a bitch because I know this is one of the hardest goddamn games, period. I failed. I failed miserably. Went, and I, I couldn't return. I bought it at Target, and it was an Xbox One version because this is before I got the PS5. Mm. They would not accept it. They were like, no, we don't accept uh, use games or returns. I'm like, here's my receipt. I bought it yesterday. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. So I went across the street to the GameStop <laughs> and fucking traded it. it there. Sold it. Yeah, you got like half of what you paid for it. I'm sure, but but it, no, I got like I got more credit than I would have gotten cash. And I even showed them the receipt. I'm like, look, I bought this yesterday. And I'm like, yeah, all right, we we can give you like ten dollars in credit. I'm like, fine, whatever. And then I don't remember what I got. I probably got something just as just as dumb, but probably more fun. I don't remember what I was. Okay. Uh, fuck me, dude. That, that, no. that is like when you fuck you when you're like no. All right, fuck off. <laughs> when you are watching like Lion King and Aladdin, and you're like, oh man, these are such great Disney movies. And then you're like, oh my god, they released a video game. I can play as Aladdin. I can play as Simba. And you're like, this is not, this is not fair, because they expect little kids to play those fucking games too. Like, <laughs> it's so soul crushing. 
I um, what I loved about, and I remember, I, I was getting flashbacks just watching the movies, especially The Lion King, a little more than um, uh, Aladdin, is the way they utilize things from um the game from the movie to represent the game. Like your health bar was a lot was when he sticks his head through the flowers and has the mane of flowers because he's too young to have a mane yet. That was your life bar. Right. You know, little shit like that. Um I really appreciated the fuck out of. So I think on Aladdin it was apples. Like you had a number of apples. Yeah, I think I forget what it was there, but I was just yeah, and like Aladdin more so, but but even then, you had like you had uh, MIDI versions of the songs. Like I remember mm-hmm. doing the carpet level, oh and I, and I, and I think the carpet level was set to like if I can't wait to be or not to can't wait to be king, but um, Alibaba, I think it is. Yeah, something you know? kind of that. Um, there was a level in the Super Nintendo one. I think there was one for Sega. Where you basically go into like the genie's domain, yeah, more or less. Yeah, well, no, I, I don't know if it's the genie's domain or if you're in the 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 cavern you're, you're where the I find what. Or you're like, no, it was like you're in the lamp. No, but there's a scene. The, uh, there's one where you're also in that cave, cave, the cave of wonders. Right, but no, there. This was one where like you're literally jumping on clouds. It was such a weird, and it was on a loop of friend like me, like a fucking. 16-bit version of friend like me just constantly on a loop and it was was, that was a weird level i remember being like this is so out of left field even for this movie Mm. um all right i gotta ask well all right i'm I'm willing to bet i know your least favorite part of aladdin oh when he turns into a snake yeah how'd you handle that i mean it was all right it yeah you 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 were kind of you know, not okay with Ka in well, the Ka's, last episode. Ka's a little more realistic, though. For for being a cartoon, it was drawn more realistically, I thought. Oh, I disagree. I thought fucking Snake Jafar was... He moved more like a cobra. He moved like a snake. Huh. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. Huh? The Aladdin Jungle Book Lion King collection for $30. That's not terrible. The... Blue, like the blue, the movies? No, the games. They made a Jungle Book video game. Yeah, I never played that one, but I didn't. Even, the The fucking Phil Harris like animated one. Yeah. Why are you shopping right now? Because you I made me curious about how cheap this was. Because if it was cheap enough, I was gonna go buy and see if I could beat it and be like, <laughs> but you I don't have absolutely fine with me. You can fucking you I... can absolutely have bragging rights. You should totally buy. It. You just got a gift card. Not to the PlayStation Store. I was looking at digital. I don't want to. I was looking at digital copies. Um, so which, by the way, right. I won. I won another ten dollars doing something good else. For- yeah. So. <laughs> oh, good for you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but no, Aladdin the movie. I listen. I I I liked all of it. I liked. Um, I really did. I really liked all of it. I think it's. I think it's well done. It's one of those ones that holds up. Like we talked last time about Pinocchio not really holding up, you know. Mm-hmm. I I feel like Aladdin does. Uh, same with the line. Like I feel honestly, I I can't speak so much to Tarzan, Hunchback, or Hercules, but I feel like they all hold up regardless, mm-hmm. especially the first two because I can speak to those two and they they do hold up for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, 
You've been to Disneyland or, or Disney World, right? Have you been uh, in one of the two been, or both? It, I've been to Disney World. I've never been to Disneyland. I've been the last time I was at Disney World was uh, twenty four years ago. Oh, okay. So you haven't been there since they added the Aladdin show, have you? No, the Aladdin show was there. Oh yeah, oh, was? the Aladdin show was huge when Aladdin came out. That was a thing. And Did actually, you... for a little while, Scott Weininger, like when he was not filming. Full House was playing Aladdin. Did you watch it? Uh, I think I did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure okay. I did. Yeah. I, I remember it being like a 45-minute Broadway play, and it was one of the best fucking Broadway shows I've ever seen. Well, there is seen. a Aladdin musical, too. That's a whole separate thing that's not in Disney World. Like, there's actually a, a musical of Aladdin. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about the one that's at Disney. No, no, I know. I'm just, I was just adding to the conversation. I was bringing, gotcha. yes, um, yeah, no. It's it's Disney. Disney does their production productions well. I mean, they always have their their Indiana Jones thing was equally as good. I used to watch their Indiana Jones thing. I mean, except for the motherfucker who played Indiana Jones. Apparently, there's a lot of accidents. Well, for the guys who play Indy, like they've literally been run over by the boulders more than one occasion. Well. But the but the quality of it, the the, the yeah yeah quality. the quality of running over a motherfucker is amazing. <laughs> like um, they probably use a real goddamn boulder because Disney shirt you know wastes no expenses on rocks. Well, they got they get they got all that monies. They got that even back then they had all that monies. So yeah, now they probably just hire the rock to fucking roll down. And <laughs> for right, right. Um, but yeah, no, I remember those. Yeah, that was a big thing. Uh, the genie was a big thing on the, what is it, the the afternoon parade, too, for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, there was actually there was actually a thing on Full House, the original run, not the Fuller House thing, on the original Full House. They went to Disney World, and, they ran, and it was right around the time of Aladdin, and they mm-hmm. did a whole thing where uh, rub the lamp, and if you said the genie for a year, the princess for the day, and Michelle got to be princess for the day you know so um and they ran into scott weiner well he no he eventually came down like he had stayed back in san francisco and he was like i miss dj so much so he got on a plane and came down for the last day but she kept imagining him in other places throughout the day or throughout the week that they were there but he was dressed up as the ali ababa he was dressed up as aladdin when they were they were walking through the the parade he was he was he was at Disneyland, but he wasn't. Uh, he, he wasn't his character, and they're just like, "Oh no, oh, no, no!" He was there, yeah, no. And I think that's part of the reason why they did it. Like, I think he had to be there to do his thing. They're like, "Well, let's just shoot an episode down here, and we can." Cover. Also, it just it just makes sense. Like, oh yeah, let's take the kids to Disneyland because let's fucking do that. We're right. in San Francisco. Let's just go down south to California. You know. Well, no, this was Disney World. They went to. They went. Oh, they to went Florida. to Florida. Uh huh. That's so fucking dumb. They live in Northern California. They're going to go all the way to Florida where there's a goddamn Disney thing, like right down the goddamn, oh, whatever. Because it's, it's infinitely bigger in size. I've been to both. I mean, it's, I like Disneyland more. I thought it was, I thought it was nicer. Homer. Know. Huh? Homer. What do you mean, Homer? You've never heard, okay, never mind. It's a term. Never mind. Forget it. If you're not familiar with it. No, I'm not. Some Odyssey joke or what? No, 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 no. It's it's like you, you prefer Disneyland because it's in California and you're a Californian. So Homer, it's you're a, you know, as opposed to never mind. Oh, I'm home. Oh, okay, I was taking. I was like Simpson. Like yeah, no, Odyssey. No, no, like, I was being way too fucking literal. You were, yeah. 
Okay. Um, um, do you know who they kind of based the look of Aladdin on? Apparently, no. Well, the Tom pants. The pan- oh, okay. Because the pants are MC Hammer. I know that for sure. Absolutely true. But the face, like, especially when like I can you see, see that. Yeah, when you see his nose profile, it's straight up. Tom yeah, Cruise. no, it's yeah, and honestly, I think if they had played, if they had done live action Aladdin ninety one, <laughs> like in that time, Tom Cruise, they would have. They would have at least attempted to cast him. I don't know if he would have done it, but they would have attempted to cast him. Not, if they were going to go like what I will say this, I have respect for the live action where they they actually did cast like you know people that aren't Caucasian for these roles. Yeah, so I give that credit. No, we we said that when they were announced. The only one that right. we had a problem, the only one that I had a huge problem with casting wise was Will Hill as the genie. It just seemed off to me but you know that it's, was whatever. it's off but when you watch it's like i mean all right it, it makes sense for the star power and also like he's dark-skinned he's, i know but you know, i you know who i would have cast for the genie he's not as well he doesn't have the name and that's probably why they wouldn't have done it but the guy that played um well he he, he plays the dwarf in the in the lord of the rings but he also plays sala in uh in oh the, um i can't remember oh, his name right now i i know exactly who you're talking um <sighs> Fuck, he's supposed to be in the new Indy 5 as well. I um, hope so, yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah, it's going to bug me. <laughs> I gotcha, I gotcha. Um, uh, but yeah, I would have cast him in, a, you know, but he doesn't have the same pull in terms of name, you know, so. It, it, you know, yeah, I mean, it, it, he Re- looks John, the part. John Reese davies John Reese davies I still want him to play Pavarotti motherfucker looks he just like it. him yep he could do it absolutely um speaking of tom cruise very 10 seconds i watched maverick holy shit okay that's it, that's the I, that's basically the consensus i've heard is holy shit i i see why i made all the monies like i i i, I, I understand why i made all the monies you we know? had that movie for so fucking long i still never watched it because there were other shit that i'm like i'd much rather see on my day off it's it's it, we can talk, but I can get you access to it if you want to see it. But um, uh, chances are I will probably just buy the dual pack. I know it's coming. Uh, no, it's and already I, out. If you buy, if you well, if you buy it on 4K, it's out because that's how I got it. I got the dual yeah. pack of um, uh, Top Gun and Maverick. Um, but it came with digital copies. That's why. I, mm-hmm. Um. So anyway. Uh. Yeah. Lion King. Now, Lion King was fantastic. I I'm sure it hits a little home for you right now. Um. Oh, I won't lie. I skipped it. Okay. Like I, I told you privately. I'm like, I don't think I have it in me. Um, Which is fine. You know, I mean, I, I tried watching it when Nancy died, and I was like, nope, this is a dumb idea. I, I also figure you've seen it enough at this point that you don't need to like really watch it again. Yeah, I mean, out of all these Disney movies that we talked about, Sword of the Stone in Italian, Pinocchio in Italian, uh, Beauty and the Beast in Italian, Beauty and the Beast in English, Hercules, Hunchback of Notre Dame for sure, Aladdin for sure, I'd probably say I saw Lion King more than all of them. And I honestly think, because it came out in 94? Uh, yes. I honestly think it's probably one of my earliest memories. Not my earliest memory, but it's definitely one of my earliest memories. Because I remember freaking the fuck out when the opening, like, the sun rises and you're, no, it's a bang! I'm like, I remember being three in a dark-ass theater, not knowing what the fuck is going on, and then being yelled at 
and then it's fucking the sun rises. Like it was very alarming. And then I, <laughs> it, I then I fell in love with the whole fucking movie. I was captivated by, you know, Simba and Mufasa. And this is before I even knew who the fuck James Earl Jones was. This is before I knew Darth, Darth Vader. Vader. Yeah, I remember being like intrigued by Scar. Uh, yeah, Lion King. That's why I have it at number one. Like it is my, it, I, I could watch that movie again, again, again. I didn't, and I won't for a while, but <laughs> I can theoretically watch it again, again, again. And and I don't dislike it. I I didn't rank it low for except that the ones I put above it, I just liked better. Um, right. my dad loved this movie, loved yeah. this movie. This was right up there with him. I think I talked to you about him and Ratatouille, but this yeah. was. This was Ratatouille for him before Ratatouille. Ratatouille. And and also, like, as we, we've talked about before, when my dad got sick, he started to kind of revert back to childlike status. That was part of yeah. his illness. His love for The Lion King was he was clean, clear. And, I mean, he's loved that movie since 94. You know what I mean? Mm. So, like, when it came out, he was on point, you know? Mm. So... Or if at at worst the very 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 beginning stages of what ultimately took him to where he was, so it's not enough to like, huh? I wonder. Like it's not mm-hmm. like you know, but no, he he's loved this movie so much so that when when they announced it on Blu-ray for the first time, like it's one it it it's one of those ones I made sure to to reserve, make sure I was getting my copy of because yeah. it was pre Disney Plus when they put it out. Disney Plus was yep. not a thing yet, and there was talk at the time of bringing back the Disney vault and just locking all the shit back up yep. again. And I was like, well, the fuck if I'm not going to have this movie on Blu-ray. So, you know, I, I did that and, and I, you know, I feel like it was worth it every second, you know? So oh, sure. And I, and that was also an issue when I was working at the video room, we had it, Lion King was always a frequent rental which meant it was our copies were always getting damaged. Sure. And it was such a pain in the ass to buy DVDs and Blu-rays because they're always so fucking expensive. And at the time, Disney was talking about putting it back in the vault again. I mean, we're yeah. talking three or four years ago. It was Maybe more than more. that. It was like five. Well, they periodically will do this. They'll be like, we're gonna we're gonna lock it all up and you'll never see it again until we release the fucking platinum version or the diamond version or right, the fucking right, right. 4K version or the one that fucking you know wakes you, you know gives you coffee in the morning like you know <laughs> I feel like Disney Plus eliminated that though Oh for sure it did Yeah Um with some exception there's still some like Disney Channel original movies for some reason they have not released Oh like Halloween Town and shit No no those are out there those are oh. definitely out there but like there was one there was one called Flash, and it's such a pain in the ass to search Flash because it brings you the goddamn show, Flash. Um, you'll actually like this. It's the motherfucker who played uh, Lucas in Tokyo Drift. Okay. He, It's him as a kid. I didn't realize he was a fucking child actor, but Neither it's him I. as a kid. No, we did. When we did the when we did the Fast and the Furious thing, we you dropped something like, "Oh yeah, he was in this movie." I'm like, "He fucking was." Well, it's because I lo- I looked it up. I wasn't like actually, you know, like he, he was in uh, Sling Blade. Oh right, but yeah, yeah. He was in this Disney Channel original movie where he's like a kid who like has a horse named Flash, 
and he's living with his grandma and his grandma dies and like he's basically just left alone and he tries to travel and find his dad so he like rides his fucking horse across the country oh and like it's it's it, it probably sucks now watching it at 31 but i remember being like this this movie kicks ass <laughs> Um, There's some of those movies that, and we're gonna. I'm not gonna list them right now because they're they're part of something we're coming up the rest of this month with. But like there were a couple that I felt that way about, and then when they Disney Plus came out and I saw they were on there, I was like, ooh, and I was like, I was fearful, and it turned out it didn't do that. But I was like fearful that'd be like, oh, you know. Yeah, I I had I had that happen to me when I watched the the a troll in Central Park. Fuck, man. That was one of those movies that I saw, but it's not Disney. It's um yeah, it's Don Dream. Bluth. I was I thought it was Dreams work. Dream work. No, it's yeah. Don Bluth, and I was like, I am fucking in. This is my childhood, and, we, and Steph and I bought it, and then I'll, I bought that, and I also bought Thumbelina, which were like Don Bluth movies that I watched a lot when I was a kid, and I was like, wow, this is not the Troll in Central Park really fucking hurt, like to the point where I want to go back in time and slap my fucking four year old self, <laughs> in the face. be like, bro. You really should just fuck, fuck this. Watch the Lion King. Let, you know, like, right, right. Uh, uh, the Lion King man is, is not without its controversy. We actually talked about it briefly with, um, Doug Frankel. Yeah. Yeah. Basically the Lion King was ripping off a fucking anime show called Kimba, the white lion. And Disney's like never fully acknowledged it, but it's so right there. Like, to the point where Kimba Simba and he at one point he's the Kimba the White Lion has him standing on Pride Rock. It's not called Pride Rock, but it's, it looks exactly the same fucking thing. Right, right. And he talks to his spectral ghostly fucking father in the clouds. Wait, and I'm pretty sure there's like a fucking villain instead of Scar. It's like like t- like Claw or something. And he's got a scar on his face like they really didn't give a fuck. Well, I mean, it's Disney. It's Disney, but like, how in the fuck were they not successfully sued? Like, I don't, I don't understand it. Disney has all the monies. The Japanese have fucking money too. Probably not the studio that made that movie though, that anime. Yeah, true. Um, to the point where even Matthew Broderick, when he came in to voice adult Simba, he thought they were doing an adaptation of Kimba the White Lion. Well, he's a big anime guy. He really is. I know that. He's a fan. So, yeah. Well, when I asked Doug, Doug was like, I, I don't think I could technically talk about this. <laughs> he legit was like, I was like, I was in his house. I, he kind of alluded to it on the recording, but like I asked him before and after on different occasions. I was like, what's up? With, what the fuck was up, dude? Like, how do, are you guys do, not fearing your job? Do I need to cut this stuff right now? No, 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 no. Okay. This is... The, because he didn't say anything. All he said was, I don't think I could talk about this. Okay. All right. Yeah. He he gave us, he did not give us an inch or a mile. Which is fine, because we want Doug to keep his job, so. Absolutely. No, no, no. He he acknowledged, I mean, he was also like, it was 30 years ago. I don't really think it yeah. matters now. But just in case. Yeah, right. Um, case, I told him, like, you'll be fine. You can go back to fucking Pixar. You're fine. I'll quickly talk about Gate Liebers again very quickly that, um, you know, that um, on some of the things, there'll be like multiple choice answers. And then usually it's stuff that Matt made up and then the right answer. Right. Mm-hmm. Chenzi was one of the answers. Chenzi? Yeah. The, like, the, like the fucking. Uh, uh, 
Which one was that? Whoopi? I think it was Whoopi. It was one of the hyenas for sure. I think it's Whoopi. But right. Yeah. And it wasn't the right answer for the for the question that was being asked, but it was one of the the choices that he made. And the irony is, like when he said it, I'm like, I know that. Where do I know that from? Where do I know that from? And then Audra was like, Isn't that one of the hyenas on Lion King? I was like, Oh my god! Like you. Yeah. So. Originally, I think that was supposed to be Tommy Chong, and then like. Because it was going to be a pairing of Cheech and Chong again. Right. I, I, with all respect to Tommy Chong, I like the Cheech Whoopi um, mixture. I thought that played well. You know what I mean? I do too. Um, I, Kill, I noticed, Kill. I noticed some controversy around Whoopi, but I like her. As you know what I mean. There was controversy about Whoopi. Not in that role, but in general, there's, there's been she. Oh, yeah. So she, all comedians. I mean, like, look, Cheech and Chong. We're not without their controversy as well. I mean, Chong well, went to prison. Well, this is more in the last five to six years or so, but, you know. I, I yeah, I don't know what, what, I mean, I kind of periodically would watch, like, The View and, like, see what their bullshit is going on. But, like, I always enjoyed it when they gave fucking Hasselbeck or whatever the fuck her name is. Some, yeah, well, I think, some... well, I think Wubby's a bit of an anti-vaxxer, I think. If I recall, mm-hmm. I'd have to look it up. Or or she didn't see the need for all the masks. And there was something. It's not like she's not like full on like, you know, uh, non-belief. She's like, I got my two shots. I don't need the third one. Is that she's kind of like that? Uh, no, it was it was earlier on. So I think it had something to do uh, with the mask mandates or something. But anyway. Um, gotcha. Anyways. But yeah. So, but, it, you know, I, I, I think they would. I think she was a good pick for that. You know, the only I thing did. I can see and there was some controversy Again, and this is about the movie, not about Whoopi. Um, because there were hyenas, which are quote unquote darker than the lions, and Scar was a darker color than Mufasa and Simba and Nala, and and the mom whose name escapes me right now, but Sarabi, Sarabi, you know, the, there was like this racial thing behind the story. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that doesn't exist for people who want to look at that. Um, it was always kind of, I remember my bigger fucking problem was like, James Earl Jones is American. <laughs> Jeremy Irons is not American yet. Well, they're brothers. Well, yeah. So what though? I mean, but see that, see, I was always more like, why, why does he have a different fucking accent? Like it's not even there. But at the same time, I was like, look, you got iconic fucking voice. You also have other iconic fucking voice. It's whatever. I mean, if you're going to have someone voice a, a King Lion, James Earl Jones is the man. Until you get to the remake and you're like, all right. But they really honestly should have given it to somebody else. His his vo- I, I love James Earl Jones. You know, I'm a massive fucking fan. I've brought up movies that you haven't seen Uh he he needs to retire. His voice is just not. Well, he has. Booming. He has officially, but when at, but they're also making a Mufasa live action prequel, which good fucking god, that's not a good idea. No, Give not, that not at all. Immediately. But, but being that Disney owns both properties, I'm assuming they're going to do what they they're doing with Vader, because he has given them permission to use whatever technology they need to. M- mimic whatever word you his want to voice, use his, yeah. so they, they can continue to have new dialogue with his voice and he's given permission for that so yeah um i i'm, I'm assuming similarly that well 
the Peter Cushing role in Rogue One, that was a different person, right? Just doing a Cushing impression? Yeah, or did Okay, correct. yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. Thank you. I think they also I think they also lifted uh some, some lines. select lines. Yeah, like you know, so you I made five they, and ready. Like, right. I think so I would assume that. they needed permission for, well if it's if they took lines from the other Star Wars thing, then they don't need Cushing's estates uh permission, but they would for new, new delivery. Right, for new delivery, right. New content. Right. So I uh, yeah. Um Which so, they may not have had for episode three because they had a guy dress up like Peter Cushing with like like makeup and shit mm. didn't say a fucking word oh uh, okay well and 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 the thing but my point is that if since disney owns both properties star wars and the lion king it's possible that i i don't know what the contract that james earl jones signed if it was strictly for vader or any of the disney properties he's leaned it late loaned his voice to over the years I don't know when they release a trailer for Mufasa, then we'll find out. But you know, yeah. I think there must have been some stipulation where James Earl Jones, like, you guys can have my voice, but if you like, for some reason, just like say, you know what, we're with the Nazi party, and then it's just like, you know, white power, like you know, like they right, release right. like him saying shit like that, or you well, know, there's probably an out clause somewhere where the estate or himself, depending if he's still alive, can go to this and go. Guess what? You've just lost all that. I only say that because he's like what, like ninety fuck years old. I mean, like yeah, <laughs> you know, let's let's say our praises for James Earl Jones now because I don't have a whole lot of hope. <laughs> Um, I mean, you know, I hate to be that guy because I'm always the one who's predicting the deaths unintentionally, but like, it's, it's, it's going to happen sooner than we want. Him and Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman is older than people realize. Him, Clint Eastwood. Clint oh, Eastwood's well, been 80 for fucking 20 years, though. I, I hate to say it, but I could care about that one. So I know, but I'm just talking about these iconic actors. You know what? The one that's really freaking me out is Jack Nicholson. I have a sneaking suspicion. Jack Nicholson's gonna die in like a month or something. Like, I'm sorry if if this if I'm triggering this, but like Jack's been dead for thirty years. It's been a robot in his place. Let's be real about this. I mean, come on. Error, error. Um, yeah, that's what I had. I how, had a goddamn antivirus. How how old do you think Morgan is? I'm just curious. He's got to be close to ninety. All right. He was ninety, give or take. He's right? eighty five, but. Yeah, that's that's old as shit. And so is Jack. Jack, yeah, that be. I remember Jack is like a year older than Dad. He was born like thirty seven in Asbury Park or Neptune or something. Neptune, Neptune City, yeah. actually, because Neptune and they are two different places. But he was raised in Asbury Park. Uh, I didn't get that deep into it, but sure, you know, because Doug Frankel fucking told well, me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, goddamn Brando's cat. Uh, God. Yeah, Brando's cat. Um, <laughs> fucking love that. Uh, speaking of iconic voices, uh, Jeremy Irons as Scar. Like yeah. we talked about it last episode. Like y- you would not have gotten Scar if you hadn't gotten Shere Khan, the tiger. He's uh seventy four. Jeremy Irons is yeah. I don't I don't see him doing too many uh robust roles anytime soon. He's he's I'll tell you what he's going to do. He's going to be that guy who's like the villain, but he's sitting on a throne. That's what Jeremy Irons is going to do. Yeah, from now yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just looking at something I found really interesting here. 
Because his wife's name is Sinead Cusack. And I'm trying to see if she's related to the Cusacks. Like, the Cusacks. I think Cusack is a is a Irish name. Because I know they're Irish-American, so it's probable that Cusack could be a... Oh, it could be. Tr- I'm not trying to be disrespectful. There's only one, you know, all the Cusacks are related. There's but one I mean, Cusack like, clan, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean... It, all the all the Irish Cusacks, like, we don't talk about them. But I mean, <laughs> We don't talk about those Irish fucking... But I mean, those fucking like, Irish Chicago fucks. You know, the fact that they're all kind of... I mean, it, it looks like all these Cusacks that are connected to are our actors. They're just none of the ones that we know. Like, it's not John or Joan or any of them, but... It's it's the Cusacks and the goddamn Baldwins. That's what's yeah, going on, man. <laughs> and the Hemsworths. And the Hemsworths. And, yeah. oh, God. Before, it was the... And, um, and, and the Skarsgårds. There's your, there's the your four. Guard, yeah. And it was the fucking Houstons and... Jesus Christ, you all actors, you actors love to fuck. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, yeah, it, I, I guess the original it was the Barrymores. The Barrymores were yeah, the original family that yeah. were fucking and be like, we're gonna have another actor in the family. Um, and no, like, stopped it through the whole the whole redemption son for son redemption story is you know, well, it's Hamlet. Yeah, it really is. It is. It's yeah. absolutely 100% Hamlet in Africa. It's it's like you took Kimba the White Lion and Hamlet and said, fuck it. And there you, there's your fucking Lion King with songs by Elton John, which, wow. How how much time do you think takes place between the time Scar gets killed and, and we see Simba's child? Um, I mean, I don't know how long it takes for a lion to become a fully mature lion. Well, I'm willing I- to... I, if you're looking at it from that as like that point of view, then I would say maybe ten years. Okay, because I was just thinking because Pride Rock was fucked. But oh, every Simba, yeah, everything was fucked. You know, so he had a lot to take back and fix and you know resolve. So right. Um, but it, it takes as long as Jonathan Taylor Thomas can turn into Matthew Broderick. That's how go. long. It there takes. you go. Well, we were talking. About, well, no. Well, I was talking about once when. After that, when he goes back and takes over again, um, I I think almost immediately. I think she was pregnant because that whole fucking segment where it's "Can you feel the love tonight?" They for sure fucked their brains out. <laughs> okay, that look where Nala is lying on her back and she's just got the fuck me eyes. Oh my good god! I could not fucking believe. That Disney fucking put that shit in where I was just like, like, I remember dad watching with me like he, <laughs> he fucking was watching over my shoulders. Like, what are you watching? I'm like, The Lion King. And I'm like seven or something. Yeah. And he's just like, get in there, Simba. <laughs> get in there. Oh, yeah. She was 100 percent fucking pregnant. Fucking. Uh, Why am I not surprised that Ron said that? That does not. Oh, uh, Ron. Ron took every Disney movie and like added a fucking layer of. Um, either uh, of opinion or of inappropriate opinion. Like when we watched Hunchback of Notre Dame, he fucking loved Hunchback. And when Quasi fucking loses his shit and pulls a goddamn Samson and like breaks down the goddamn uh, chains, swings to fucking Esmeralda with apparently the longest fucking rope on the planet, by the way. <laughs> Dad legit yelled, get her, Quasi! Like, like, whoa, what the fuck? I had no idea that he was so involved. Like, get her! Fuck that guy! <laughs> um, we were talking about voices. I think there's two other we have to adjust, uh, address in this movie. Three, actually, in this movie before we leave. 
Nathan Lane, Ernie Sabella, and... Oh, Rowan Atkinson. Well, you got two of them, right? Okay. No love for Rowan, huh? For who? Rowan Atkinson? No, for Ernie. I give give or take Ernie Sabella. But I was talking about uh, Robert Gumet. I can never say his last name. As Rafiki. That's a voice, you know. um, Yeah. I remember, man, dude. I had. I guess I'm just now realizing that would be Morgan Freeman now if they did that. I think. Well, they. Well, actually, here here's your connection uh, to Black Panther. The guy who plays uh, T'Chaka, the the older version. Yeah. Voices Rafiki in the live action. Okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Oh, he did. Hey, great. He he was fine. Uh. The, yeah, the voice the voice cast in the remake is, and I actually didn't realize that was Rowan Atkinson as Azu until this watching. Like I never really, you know, but I also haven't seen it in a long time, so you know. I will I will say in the live action they got um oh that fucking British news guy the one who's not um the Daily Show it's uh, uh, oh, uh John Noah. Oliver oh I was gonna say Trevor Noah. No, no, no. He would, he would have fucking killed Azazu, but and he actually would have been, you know, like the one African guy. Yeah, right. He's actually cast. like, is he is like South African, isn't he? I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he would have fucking been amazing. Theoretically, um, you could have had Charlize Theron be, and you would have had Africans. That's true. That's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. And and Disney would would have been like, hey, fuck you, racist. Like she's African. She, she's African American. She's technically African American. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's. I mean, she's Afrikaans American, but whatever. As fucking Zazu, dude. I didn't realize how much the like. I'm kind of pissing pissed off that I didn't rewatch this, but I'm also okay with it. But like, all the childhood is like memories are coming back. Sure. To me. Sure. Like, I remember playing in, like, a sandbox at a play structure, going up to the slide, and, quote-unquote, drawing Simba like Rafiki did. Yeah. Like, on the wall. Like, I remember doing that. Uh, One of my earliest memories, Dad built a jungle gym out of PVC pipes for me and Joel and Alex. And I remember Joel and Alex... I, I shit you not, reenacted the movie Lion King. And even back then, I was a performer, and even back then, I knew all the fucking lines. And I was Simba, and Joel and Alex were everybody else. Whatever the fucking scene was, I was Simba. They were fucking Timon and Pumbaa. They were Scar. They were whatever. And I remember the vivid memory is me as Simba when he collapses on the 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 dust and it travels and it spells so, fucking SFX or sex. So what so w- wait a minute. So did did was it Joel or Alex that gave you the fuck me eyes and you banged him as Nala? Like I need to know this now. If you were always Simba and everyone else like who, who which of your brothers did you did you dry hump in this reenactment? Like okay, I I I think I may have blocked that memory out. <laughs> Uh, or maybe we just didn't do it as as much as I thought we did. I don't know. Maybe maybe we did the abridged version the abridged of Lion version. King. Yeah, it's probably a good we idea. Did the Lion King. That's what yeah. we did. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there there was no fucking. Um, I. <laughs> <laughs> 
hey, you said everybody else, and you were Simba, so I, I I'm beginning to fucking re- I retract my statement. No, you don't. You know, you it's it's recorded. That one's recorded. Yeah. If it's Um, recorded, I can say on the recording, I retract my statement. Unless I edit out you retracting your statement because I'm the editor. Um, You wouldn't dare. Would I? Oh, fuck, you would. (laughs) Um, We we talked Hunchback pretty extensively already, but there is one thing I did want to add to it that we didn't mention earlier that I just want to say, and then we can move on to Hercules if you want. Um, sure. and, unless you had more to say about Hunchback, but I feel like we covered it pretty well earlier. So yeah, for the most part. Um, the thing that I kept, the one thing that I I actually found myself really enjoying, and I know it sounds so stupid, is it kept taking me back to Assassin's Creed Unity. Uh huh. Because it takes place right around that same time period as the movie, yeah. and you spend a lot of time in Paris. So like, yeah. um, I have to say that. Either both got it wrong or both got it a hundred percent accurate in terms of like the the structure of Notre Dame the mm-hmm. the church because a lot of the stuff that Quasi was climbing around on I climbed around on as fucking yeah. I can't remember the character's name right now and it's not Ezio I can't remember what his name is but it's but it's the main not not it's it's not Quasi yeah it's not Quasi um, it's Quasi Noto but you even you even do the Carnival of Fools. Mm-hmm. Like that's even as a, a, a thing. Of Fools, the yeah. Festival of Fools. That's one thing that you do at one point in the game. So like I, I kept getting taken back to that game when I was watching mm-hmm. the the movie. But it was pretty cool to experience that from that perspective. There's uh, there's two things that I really would like to mention about Hunchback. Is I think I identified with it because I was self conscious about how I looked, and I always kind of felt like I was. I get that. Not, yeah, I think everybody does at some point. Um, but I always identified with um, Quasi. Um, and I remember working at the video room, there was this... I, I frequently got a bunch of um, autistic, um, as well as kids with Down syndrome. Like, I had a lot of, of kids with disabilities and, and handicapped. And there was one family in particular... And the kid didn't come in, uh, but the mom was like, I need a good movie for my autistic son. Um, he's very shy and he he does not like how he looks. He's very, very, very sensitive to any criticism in any way. And he thinks he's I, it just went on and broke my fucking heart. And I said, you know what? I've got one. And it was. Disney's Hunchback of Notre Dame. I said, "Listen, you know, if this this could this could be a great goddamn thing, this could be the worst fucking thing I ever give you." But this is somebody who is legitimately ugly, and it's all about identifying the the beauty on the within, and and how he is more than just what his face is. How he's strong and he's good natured, and he just wants to fucking be a regular person. And she came back a week later, and she gave me a hug, and she's like. You have no idea. My son, we had this for a week. My son watched every day for a week. He loved it. He embraced it. He knows he now knows all the fucking songs. He he absolutely like we, can we buy this copy of you? I'm like, no. Like this is a one, this is our only copy. Two, I can't make that decision. Three, it's so easy. Uh, and I, I literally took the work computer. I was like, let me order it for you. Let me give me your credit card. And I fucking 
I bought it through like my account on Amazon and then like add her card. And then I said, all right, now you're watching me. I'm taking your card off my profile. Like I'm not doing any funny business. Like you witness it and sent it to her. And like, she came back like a month later and she was like, Hey, thank you for all your help. So hunchback is, in my opinion, is the patron saint of the bullied. If you I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is, he is tormented, um, since birth, uh, I, I fucking, it, it's one of those darker ones that it, it deals with abuse. It deals with Catholic guilt. I mean, the villain literally is an incel. He, if, if, if fucking Quasimodo is the, 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 the saint of the bully, then Frollo is the fucking, the patron saint of the guys who just got rejected over and over and I, over again and then but, blame it on the woman. By the way, I hated the whole like three way love triangle for Esmeralda. I don't know why that just irked me. Like, mm. I don't, you know, it's, I mean, it, it's at least keeping to the source because I, while I haven't read the Hunchback of Notre Dame, I have seen almost every other iteration on camera. There's a great, um, Anthony Quinn version where he plays Quasimodo and in the book and in the fucking earlier adaptations, Quasimodo's death, like he, because of all the bells ringing. So it's at least like Steph was like, shouldn't Quasimodo be dead? I'm like, he is just not in this version because they don't want that for some reason. in, in this Disney version, yeah, yeah. um, one final thing that I still am absolutely astounded by is the opening scene where Kloppin, the fucking clown narrator dude, when he sings the bells of Notre Dame, he delivers a fucking high D. That is, I, I still am absolutely amazed by the range of that singer. By the way, between that that opening song and like, Frollo's like opening lines. If you don't know that this is taking place in Notre Dame, then you have a real fucking problem because I think they said it <laughs> 37,000 times in the first four minutes of the movie. Like, Steph and I said the same shit. We're just like, I wonder where this is set. Yeah. Like, where, where, where is this motherfucker? Is it, is it, is this. I think I think I out loud said something to the effect of, so this takes place in Tokyo, right? Like, right. I mean, yeah. Like, um, uh, it, wow, they're really big fucking fans of the football team. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, right. Um, very quickly, going back to Lion Very, 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 very quickly. Because, and you may get this, but Steph will definitely get this. Tell her Nala was voiced by Topic. Just say that, and she'll know. Topic? Yeah, she'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know who voiced Nala. I can't remember her fucking name, but she was also like I've seen her in other shit. Like she, uh, Mo- Moira Kelly, Moira no? Kelly, she's in the Cutting Edge. That movie, that movie. Gotcha. She, she's that main girl that's like Topic. You know, Got it. that's her. Uh, um, in, in the sequel, Simba's Pride. Yeah, their daughter is voiced by Nev Campbell. Okay. Yeah, and I, I actually dug that sequel. The animation's no, not seen, as good. I don't think it, I've it's, seen it. There's honestly, in terms of like direct sequels that were like. TV releases or directed video releases. There's only two so far as I could fucking think of. Right. It was Return of Jafar, and then I guess the third, and then I guess the Kingdom uh, Aladdin, the King of Thieves, and then 
Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. Not one and a half. The fucking Timon and Pumbaa thing, like, they were great. But having their own goddamn story, Midquill, Rosencrantz, and Gildasern was whatever. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Lane as as Timon was genius casting. Um, uh, Ernie Sabella, I mean, he hasn't done, I don't know anything else he's done apart from B. Timon. It's not... Oh, like I've Pumbaa. seen I've seen him on shows. Like he's been on like different. Broad- si- What's that? Is he a Broadway actor like Nathan? No, Lane? he's like he's like a he's a, a character actor yeah. on sitcoms gotcha. and stuff like that. I've seen him be like the. I think he's I think he was the boss on Perfect Strangers briefly. Okay, you know, like stuff like that. Like I I think he was on Family Matters once or twice. Okay. Like it's it he's like that, and I don't mean that as a disrespect to him. That's just what he he's a character actor that. Sure got a really good role in this particular you know film um do you remember how like uh, at one point timon and genie fucking became gay lovers in a movie that was amazing yeah <laughs> uh um, all right hercules 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 um, um i i mean i dig it there was there was a little too much again for me too many the problem I don't mind there being songs in the movie that that I don't have a problem with but I have a problem when they pack them all together like in the opening 10 minutes there's like four different songs you know I might be exaggerating but the point is there's a lot of stuff you know what I mean like there, if you there's you... a lot of singing in the opening of Hercules I, yeah. I will give you that it's a lot of gospel well and I don't care about that that's fine but like my point is, if you're gonna have songs in a movie like this, where it's not like a montage, like that's the thing with Tarzan. All the songs in Tarzan are all montage songs. It's just a song that plays over a montage of things going on, you know. Well, it's at um, least two songs. I mean, he's got two different ones, but they're still montage songs. They're not, you know what I mean. So spread them out. That's all I'm saying. Is spread the shit out. You know what I mean? And they they didn't do that. So. Right. That made that a little difficult for me. Um, I I said to you earlier I got the voice of Zeus wrong. If if you until I looked it up, if you had told me, you know, you pay money to say to it, I would have told you John Goodman. Especially now, if you hear Goodman now, but yeah, yeah, Goodman now I can see, but no, not then. Okay. Um, did you did you catch who was the opening narrator? No. Heston. Oh, shit. Charlton Heston. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Isn't that your Moses? It is. It is. Yeah. It was good to see Bobcat, by the way. I'm a big Bobcat fan. Yeah, um, Bobcat was great. Um, I I love his, I don't know, it makes me look a little flashy or whatever the fuck he says yeah, when he's got the sneakers. Yeah. Look, I'll say, let me, just, let me just fucking get this out of the way. I think James Woods is one of the biggest pieces of shit on the planet. Agreed. I think he is a horrible person who's got horrible political like leanings and 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 I think he's he's obviously a he's just an awful piece of shit. However, his characterization of Hades is nothing short of brilliant as far as I'm concerned. That being said, they they literally cast a fucking devil to play the devil and mm-hmm. it shows because originally it was supposed to be like John Lithgow who would have but done great, but he would have done his sure. own. Look, and I think he actually filmed it, or he recorded all his lines, and they were like, "Yeah, let's let's try someone else." You know, I'm looking at the trivia here. Ironically, it's James Woods' favorite character he's ever played, and he jumps at absolutely every opportunity, whether it's in Kingdom Hearts or a fucking 
guest spot on House of Mouse or or a fucking line of like action figures. He comes in, records the fucking voice. Well, there like, you go. I give him credit. He he sticks to his fucking role. He you know, but yeah, he sucks. Um, I think Dana. I know you didn't love it, but I think Dana DeVito as Phil is is great fucking casting. And if they ever make a live I, action, they I, need to have Dana DeVito just be. I like, don't think with he, the fucking goat feet. I don't think he did bad. I just think he was all too over the top, and I blame that more on the writing and the use of the character than I do on Danny. Do you know what I mean? No. I mean, I, I feel like it was like if Danny DeVito played Mickey from Rocky. I guess. I don't know who else could have done it. I mean, I think if you're gonna, if, I'm sure they first draw the drew the character like you know, it kind of looks like Danny DeVito. Um, I actually think they draw a lot of these characters after they cast them. You know what I they mean? They do sometimes. I mean, way back in the fifties, they didn't. They were just like, "This is what the character looks oh, like." Yeah, because... yeah, yeah. But like, because like Hades looks like James Woods. Let's... And and Jeremy Irons looks straight up like fucking Scar. I mean, they they confirmed that. Doug Frankel did confirm that. He's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, we we were like Jeremy Irons." You know, was doing like Shakespearean poses. And I think honestly, like one of the first actors to really kind of do that was. Last episode, Vincent Price as Radigan, they were like, we got to fucking start making, you know, drawing the, the character based on the actor and the performer. Yeah. Well, and it does say um, here that Phil's appearance was inspired by DeVito. So. Well, no shit. Who, who else do we know who's that short and fucking fat and mean? Don't you say anything. Um, did you see did you see the thing on here where it says that at one point Phil was cleaning himself with a lion skin a lion's skin and it was actually confirmed to be the skin skin of Scar? Yeah, I saw. That's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, they do a whole close up of his face. It's it's uh it's definitely fucking scar. Which okay, I guess we I forgot to mention this. There's definitely a probability that like Lion uh I'm sorry, uh, Simba and Nala are related, right? Possibly. Well, there's Mufasa and there's Scar. Well, yeah, they didn't do a great job of showing other representation. It doesn't mean they're not there, but I get what you're saying. Oh yeah. I mean they're 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 either their siblings or their cousins. That's that's what you're left with. Or there was another fucking like male lion who brought over whole fucking pride and then Mufasa killed him. You mentioned Lithgow. Did you see the other names that were in consideration? I remember it wasn't like William H. Macy, one of them or something. No, Well, he's not on okay. the list I'm looking at. All right. Who do you got? You're not wrong. It, 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 you were close in that it's Willem Dafoe. Oh, okay. Um, uh, that would have been good. David Bowie. Oh, if they were doing a live action one for sure. And then Jack. Yeah, Jack would have killed it. But he would have done it. It would have. It would have been a three-hour cut of the movie because he would have talked so fucking slow. But see, being that this was after the Lion King, you would have had to have goddamn Brando's cat in there, or at least some variation of it. You would have had Phil would have had, or Doug would have had to work that in. Like, oh god, that would, if if Doug was aware of the casting choices, he probably would have been like. Can you imagine like, this what if scenario where like he bumps into Jack? He's like, Jack, do you remember me? I'm the one who spilled ginger ale on your couch and you were pissed off at Brando's cat. And yeah. 
you owe me three hundred dollars for dry cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> bastard <laughs> i fucking left we we both leave new jersey and then we meet over here yeah god damn brando's cat <laughs> uh, um i i, I dug I, hercules i think i wanted to like it more because i love greek mythology greek mythology is something i'm a huge huge fan of i mean that what that all jokes aside that's where xanthus comes from mm-hmm Xanthus is one of the lesser known rivers in Hades. It, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm a, I'm a. The bit, river Styx. Yes. Well, no, Styx is one of them, and then and there's three rivers down there. Right, but you said Hades, whereas Hades is the name of the dude. Whereas it's also the name of the place. Is it? Yeah. Oh, all right. You know more than me. Um, it, but here's the thing: Disney's never gonna fucking like be true to Greek mythology because, if we're being honest, Zeus would have been the fucking villain. No, I I get that, but I'm just saying in general, like, so I I wanted to like it more than I ended up liking it. I I think Mm -hmm. it was all the music that took me out of it, the the, the overuse Mm -hmm. that that took me out of it. Loved Megra. I did. I thought she was an awesome character. And it's a complete fucking unknown. Like, Mm -hmm. the entire, for years, I thought it was like... I, I couldn't place who voiced fucking Meg. Like, I, I was legit thinking it was some particular actress, and I'm like, wait, who is this? It's just some some voice actor. Susan, not Egg, Susan, Susan Egan. Who the fuck? Yeah, that's my point, is who the fuck is Susan Egan? Well, is it I, Susan Egan or Susan Egan? Uh, Egan. Um, yeah. she, is in, she is in, obviously, this and every iteration. I, I looked her up yesterday. She's, every time that character showed up, it's been her like every time wherever um but she's also in in an anime the and i know you're not an anime fan but spirited away which is oh she is she's in spirited away yeah i that's one of the few fucking animes i actually enjoyed and apparently she was in spider-man 2 the video game which is like one to consider to be one of the best spider-man video games ever made the the fucking playstation 2 spider-man 2 yeah i thought you were talking i thought you were alluding to like the new one that's coming out. No, 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 no. The one that, yeah, boy, back in the day. Okay. She was uh, Rosie Octavius. She was. Mm-hmm. In wow. The, in, the ga- in the game. In the game. In the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the movie, she. Well, I don't know. No, I think Trump. the movie was somebody else. But. Well, I know they brought back voice actors. Uh, they brought back actors of voice in that game. Like I think Alfred Molina came back, so yeah, it I'm wouldn't not, be not... too far that she. But I would see that on her IMDb, and it's not here. It's only showing the video game. So fair enough. Um. um so yeah. Uh. No. The the mood. It was fine. It was a fine enough story. Like I said, I had it. I think I put it what third. I think is where I had it. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. I think I had a third, and it's only because I really only had a third because of the Greek mythology stuff. I like that stuff enough that it still gave it some, you know, for me. Um. But it was fine. My, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just said it was fine. I, I mean, I'm glad you liked it. I'm, I mean, it's it, it's true. It's not it's not amazing, but it's it's good. I look. I know I'm the only person who's gonna fucking ever say this, but I'm kind of wishing that at some point the next Hercules movie that comes out, they call it Heracles 
which is I the know. proper Greek fucking name. You said that when we, I forget what we were watching. We covered uh, something where Hercules came up and you said the same thing. Oh, it yeah. was um, Love and Thunder. There you Post-credits go. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> yeah, spoiler for a movie that no one likes. Um, it's Hercules is, it's a good old fucking time. It's bright and colorful. It is definitely oh, for sure. opposite. Yeah, yeah. It's the opposite of Hunchback. It's it's just bright and colorful. It's got gospel fucking. I mean, both have you know church singing in both movies, but one's very fucking different. Very. Um, um I think James Woods. You know, uh, I've said my piece about that motherfucker. Um, I think I, I think Rip Torn as Zeus is great. Uh, yeah, I mean. It, I wish Disney would sometimes maybe have the balls to like do an actual literal adaptation of Greek mythology. Like they can release it radar. They they have the option now. Right. Because I'll for sure watch that version where it was like fucking Zeus went down and became a horse and raped a woman and and then that woman gave birth to fucking Heracles and Hera finds out about it, is pissed off at both Zeus and Her- Heracles and wants to fucking kill him like the real villain of of hercules should be his parents the real the real villain of most greek Greek mythology myths is zeus i mean right he's very but hera is no exception hera like hera's the one who fucking cursed medusa yep Yep. which why like oh you're so fucking hot i'm gonna make guys that look at you turn to stone it's like <laughs> you have to be stoned in order to fuck this lady. She got snakes on her head. <laughs> so Tarzan. Yeah, um, Tarzan. Um, I, I I I dug this one the most. I really did. I I I was surprised how much I enjoyed this, having never seen it before. Um, it is very surprising that you rank that number one. I why is that surprising? I don't know because I I, uh, I guess I just assumed that Lion King or Aladdin would be higher. Um, uh, you know, Tarzan was one that I'm not saying Tarzan's a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just surprised that I I think it was a combination of things. I like the I like the quality of the animation. Not that the other ones are bad, but I mm-hmm. like the an- quality of the animation. I thought it was a cleanness. It's also the most n- recent of them in terms of. Uh, when they were released, so obviously technology gets better. Uh, yeah. you know. Uh, but I thought it was clean. I thought the voice acting was done well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, even though you didn't have as many huge names in this as you would in some of the as we do in some of the other ones, um, I thought the use of music was done well. Um, differently, differently different, for sure, but well too. Do you know what I mean? Um. I, I just thought I just thought it played well. I thought the whole thing just played well. I I I I like the story. I yeah. I just I just thought the whole thing was. All, I mean, because I've seen some of the old Tarzan TV shows, and they're campy as fuck. And oh, that's yeah. and that's not what this is at all. Um, I I even liked. They did something that I didn't suspect, but hoped for, and then when it turns out they did it, I was happy. They. They did a reverse hunt for October, um, where all the the creatures or the animals are the creatures is a harsh. The animals are talking to each other, and that's fine. You need that so that people can you know enjoy the film. 
Right. But when you introduce Jane into the mix, all she's hearing are grunts and groans and she's hearing and chirps. She's hearing animal sounds. And it's not Tarzan doesn't just magically know how to speak. Like that was one of my things with the jungle book. Mogwai shouldn't have known how to how to speak. Magua? Whatever the fuck his name is. I don't give a <laughs> shit. Mowgli. Whatever the hell his name is. That little fucker. Um, don't should... feed Mowgli after midnight or get him wet. <laughs> yeah. He shouldn't know how to speak. That's my point. Like, And, and he does. <laughs> Apparently he does. Like The thing they did with Tarzan is, yes, you're watching. As you're watching as the viewer, he's speaking. Mm-hmm. But again, when he meets Jane for the first time, it's he doesn't know anything. He's like it, mimicking her yeah, at first, you know. Yeah, you have to introduce the me Tarzan, you Jane segment. I, right. I agree. And, I agree with you. And I mean, if there if there's a criticism to that, is he learns full sentences pretty fucking quickly. But that's whatever. He, um, we're talking about a guy who can Im- imitate a gunshot very effectively. So fair. I mean, he's a very good mimic. That's fair. Um. Either way, he, you know, they they did that. I thought that was well done. You know, I hate the fact that the parents went through all that shit to get the thing built, and then like in a week, the 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 jaguar kills them. But you know, whatever. I made the question out loud when I was watching with Steph, and I was like, "So when Tarzan goes back with his mom, which Glenn Close, great fucking uh, yep. voice acting, yep." I was like, does that mean his parents, like, corpses are just, like, in the corner over there? And then she was like, well, I mean, it's it's in the jungle. Like, there's a strong probability that, like, they got eaten by other things. And I'm like, or, oh, yeah, the jaguar probably came back. Or de- or decomposed. There would still be some form of bone, probably. Possibly, unless to stuff's point, an animal came and got the bones. But, yeah. Which you know. is more likely the jaguar did do that, which means... yeah. They became Jaguar shit. Like it's, it's true. Uh, it there's all right. So there is this theory that like, and I forget which one it was, but like Tarzan's parents are like somehow related to uh, one of the family members in Frozen. Like they, someone very, very carefully figured out like, oh, the relative. Like there's like what the ship looks exactly the same as this in this scene. Therefore it's them. And I'm like, y'all fuck it. I mean, that's great that you guys did all that homework, but doesn't do much for the story. No. Not like Tarzan fucking has like frozen powers. Although he could swing like a motherfucker. Holy shit. Yep. That dude, Tony hawked all over the, the jungles of Africa. Um, I think mini driver as Jane was brilliant casting. She's not getting enough work as far as I'm concerned. Um, weirdly enough, there's a movie that she is in that the actor who plays Tarzan directed, it's called Conviction, and it's Hilary Swank, Sam Rockwell, it's based on a true story, uh, they play siblings, Sam Rockwell is, goes to jail, or goes to prison for murder, a crime, a crime that he claims he didn't What's commit. What's it called? Conviction. Okay. And Hillary Swank plays his sister. And this is like working class Boston type of shit. So it's one of those movies that you'll know I fucking love. She is like a high school dropout. And like over the course of 10 years or 20 years or something outrageous becomes a lawyer for the sole purpose of defending her brother. Um, Minnie Driver plays her best friend from law school. 
and the guy who directed the movie is Tarzan, Tony Goldwyn. So I'm I'm thinking he must have been like, oh my god, you know, fucking mini uh mini driver would fucking be perfect as this character. I'm gonna look her up. I need I need my Jane, goddammit. Mm-hmm. Um I think she was amazing. I, I, I think Brian Blessed was phenomenal as Clayton, um, as well as doing the, the Yodel. Um I think Rosie O'Donnell works effectively well as Turk. Uh, I think Lance Henriksen as uh, Kerchik, like we've talked about him on previous episodes, mainly the Alien episode. Yeah, he's because he's Bishop. Yeah, he's Bishop. I mean, and Lance Henriksen is one of those voice actors that, as long as he's alive, he will give a gravelly fucking voice performance, and he does it effectively well. And I, uh, Tarzan made me cry. A lot of these Disney movies made me fucking cry. Which is why I actively did not watch Lion King because I knew I would sob uncontrollably for that sure, one. Sure. Um, I think I, I I'm not dismissing your 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 claims that you love Tarzan the most. I think I think it's a great goddamn movie. I think I even I think I even told you when we when we were doing this. I'm like, you really should watch Tarzan. No, you like, did say that. One. Yeah, yeah. You didn't predict my my liking of it, but you definitely said you should watch it. So. Yeah, well, there was a discussion about whether it should be like. Should we do uh, Emperor's New Groove or something? Or I don't yeah, know if that yeah, was part yeah. of this era. I don't know, uh, but it, yeah, it was boiled down to where like Steph was like, "Oh no, you guys should watch Tarzan. Let's, you should definitely do Tarzan." And that's also another. That's a video game that I played. I had I had Tarzan, the tie-in Disney movie video game on PlayStation One. I remember playing that. And that was also a hard motherfucker. It was not side scroller two D. It was three D, but it was right, hard right. because a lot of it was jumping and grabbing vines and swinging to the next fucking vine those those are hard to do it was tony hawk in the jungle yeah it was i uh, maybe uh, i may have not have gotten as far into the game as i thought but i don't remember swinging on trees and sliding around as much as it wasn't like that it wasn't like pro skater sure it was it was still a side scroller it was a lot of jumping and swinging and on vines gotcha um no, but no I, i'm glad i'm glad yeah. you like uh, I did. Tarzan. I did. I liked it a lot. I think it was good. Um, and and it putting that at the top, as we always say, is not to say that the other ones were bad. Like, right. I I would say the top three that I mentioned, maybe top four of the five, are pretty fucking close together. Again, like I said last time, you know, last time I said it was like one A A B C D. You know, this is right. kind of the same thing. And know. then Pinocchio. <laughs> Right, in this time, in this case, it's all of them, and then Hunchback, you know, same, same uh, idea. Yeah, but. I, I, I do disagree. Like, I, I think Lion King and Aladdin are clearly the more iconic of the. Oh, there, five. no, 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 no! I didn't say that they're not the. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm just comparing my list. I'm, I, I still think it's one, and then two, and then the remaining three are like. 2A, 2B, 2-3, you know, all that I mean, shit for me. That, yeah, that, and that's fine. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, you know, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, shall we Shall we check out the box office on these? Sure. I, I'm i going to probably struggle, but... We'll, I'm, I'm, I, curi- I'm curious to see how you do on these, because I, I looked at them earlier, so... I just cracked the fuck out of my back. You all right? Yeah, I, I I found a, a knot that didn't exist. Now it does. Um, Aladdin. Mm, budget. I see. Fuck. 
You want one clue? Million? You want one clue? Okay, I was gonna say, do you want a clue? I'll give you one. Well, I mean, I said a guess. Can can your clue be? Sure. What's the clue? I was gonna say they're all substantially higher than last episode's budgets. Like last okay, episode's like three, four, five. You know, like these are all much higher than that. Okay, so, so I'm. I mean, like mine was twenty five. And, and, and you're and you're. I'm gonna give it to you because it's twenty eight. So I. Oh, yeah. Fucking a. So yeah, you did fine there. Box office. Oh shit! I'm I'm uh, uh, I have to say this out loud so I can fucking do my own okay sleuthing. I'm willing to bet that it's less than Lion King, but it's more than all the other ones. So I'm going to say that it's probably 180 million higher. Oh fuck! All right, uh, it's going to be 340 million higher. No shit. All right, final final guess. Uh, six hundred seventy million. Five hundred four point one. Oh my god! Wow! Mm-hmm. Wow! All right, Lion King. I know there was some CGI in this. They had bigger stars than Aladdin. Uh, forty million. I'll give it to you. Forty-five. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um. All right, going with my my theory, which you have neither confirmed nor denied. <laughs> you think I'm going to? No, 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 you're not going to. I'm I'm gonna. I dug my I, own I hole. did. I will tell you, I did check to see if you were right, though. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say 750 million higher. Uh, okay, so my theory was correct. All right, fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a leap and go a cool one billion dollars lower. Okay. All right. So, eight hundred and eighty higher. Nine hundred million. Nine hundred sixty-eight point five. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Which, by the way, just by somewhat comparative, Powerball is up to one point nine billion dollars right now. Yeah. Yeah. Damn right, I bought my ticket. So. <laughs> I'm good for you. Um. All right. Hunchback. Budget. Uh, I'm trying to think of like, because we're actually skipping a bunch in between. So there's like, it's like Lion King and then like Pocahontas and shit. I'm trying to think of Mulan. like. Yeah, Mulan. I, I, have, I have to anticipate those rise and falls as well. Well, um, it's 94 to uh, 96. So it's only a two year gap. All right. 34 million. Higher. 42 million. Higher. Really? For a hunchback? Holy shiza. 55 million. Last guess, or you want one more? Last guess. The higher, 70. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a surprise. Um, okay. So 70 million box office. I don't know if it did well. It did well when, when I fucking. None of movie. none of these flopped. If that helps you at all, like that does, I mean, that does help, but it's not. They're for sure. It's not gonna be fucking Lion King money. Holy fuck! No, it, it took fucking Tony Stark for them to get fucking Lion King money again. Um, I guess the Pirates Caribbean ones. Those those made Lion King. I money. don't. I don't think so. Co- I think collected. Oh, collected maybe, but not yeah. one. Not one individual. Pirates one. one probably did, but I mean, I don't fucking. We did. We weren't playing what's in the box office for the pirates thing. Thank fuck. <laughs> well, you weren't um, good that day, so. 
Uh, okay, so box office for Hunchback. I'm gonna go 400 million. Um, sorry, I would lower. 330. I'll give it to you. 325. Okay. 325. Wow, three. that's, that's that's very low. I mean, it's it's more money than you and I will ever fucking have, but that's very low for a Disney movie. Fuck yeah, you! I'm, I'm sure gonna have that after tomorrow night's drawing, you know, or Monday right, night's buddy, drawing. You, so you get your one billion dollars. I'm into it. All right, one billion dollars. Uh, I said one bit, one billion. Oh, I, I said, said it. My I friend. thought you said a million. I'm sorry. No, no, okay. no, no, no. I said B. Hercules. What? Hercules. Um. Budget, I'm going to say 45. Higher. All right. Fuck it. 65. Higher. No way. Fucking 92? Last guess. Yeah. 85. Jesus. All right. Box. Uh, no, it's not. It's not a six. <laughs> I, know, I started to say, nope, is no fucking way. Uh, all right, I'll go right in the middle. Five hundred mil. Lower. Okay, it's gonna be two eighty four or something. Like Lower. That. Wow, one forty seven. Was that your last guess? Or you want one more? One more. Higher. Uh, Higher. One eighty five. Two fifty two seven. Damn. Jesus Christ. They must have been fucking clambering to fucking like get James Earl Jones and Matthew fucking Broderick to come back to make another movie. They didn't, but they should have. Tarzan. Okay. I'm going to say the budget was... Oh, man. I feel I feel dirty saying this. <laughs> $124 million. I'm I'm going to break the rule and give it to you because it's 130 Okay. Okay. I normally say I should, five. I should, I should, I should, yeah, I should have gone 125 but all right. Thank you. I'll give you thank that you one. Thank you for your generosity. Because I don't, I don't think you're good. I, I, I don't think you would... If I had gone higher, you would have said something like 200 and I would have been like, yeah. I don't know if I would have gone 200 because I was like... But you would have uh, said something way off. You wouldn't have... I would, I would yeah. have been like 180. Yeah. yeah. Um, box office. Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm pretty sure this movie made fucking money. I'm pretty sure it also won a fucking Oscar. Not that that matters, but it means at least people it saw did, it. It did for the song. I know it did for right, the song. Right, right. Yeah. Which the creators of South Park were pissed about that. They, oh, they what, the same year as Uncle Fucker, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, Blame Canada, I think, was or nominated. Whatever, but the same year yeah. as. And so when when Phil Collins won, they fucking ridiculed him like as often as they could. Yeah, because that's <laughs> just Phil Collins holding two fucking Oscars. He's like, "What? What are you doing? Why are you all sip, sip, sit with me?" Um, all right, it was. You said it was twenty six million. What, what was? I'm sorry. What, what was the budget? I'm, I forgot. One thirty. One thirty. Okay. One thirty. Damn, they probably made. Uh, this might be a. Start is it six or is it seven? Uh, six hundred and forty-eight million. Lower. All right, it's not a. It's a. It's a fucking four hundred and twenty-eight million. Higher. Oh god, it is a fucking. It's a five. It's a five. Fuck me, this is hard. It's a five hundred and. Thirty-seven. <laughs> Lower. Uh, all right, final guess. It's mm, four hundred and ninety-two. Four forty-eight-two. Uh, fucking double. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Bonus f- round. Oh what? Bonus round. For what? 
Pirates of the Caribbean Black Pearl budget. I oh, you said fuck. it, I pulled it up, so. Ah. Okay. Uh, I love this uh, game. 2000, <laughs> early 2000s money. Orlando Bloom, Kieran Eiley, Johnny Depp. They all, they all made money. Um, $120 million? Higher. Okay. I, I forgot there were ships and shit in this movie. Um, and they changed back and forth from skeletons a lot. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of CGI. Uh, okay. That helps. Um, okay. I'm going to go a nice round fucking number. $300 million. Low, lower. Two hundred million lower. What? All right. Uh, one hundred and twenty. Two hundred and twenty-five. No, one hundred and forty. Okay. You were closest with your first guess when you said one hundred and twenty. I just didn't want you to get. But you just like fucking skyrocket. Well, I don't. I for you know, I'm trying to think of how popular Giant Depp was at the time, where he was like, you know, why is the budget always gone? You know that type of shit. Um, um box office. All right. God, the way you're looking at it makes me, makes me think like it made all the money or it made just eh, a pretty decent amount. I mean, they made a whole bunch of fucking like sequels. So what was the comparison that was like, I'm, I'm trying to you make said it, it was, was like, you said it was a it was Lion, close King to Lion King. That's what you said. I'm making it sound like I'm fucking wrong. All right. 600 mil higher. Okay. Well, I'm at least partially right. Uh, 680 lower. 640. Higher. 650. 654.3. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's not Lion King money, but it's higher than Hunchback and Herc. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit. It took... It's wow. higher than yeah. Tarzan, too. Yeah. Because they only wrote fucking three it's goddamn actually, songs and Phil Collins did all of it. It's actually higher than uh, Aladdin as well. Well, it's live action. Yeah, know what I'm saying? Aladdin in order. It's Lion King, Aladdin, uh, Tarzan, Hurricane Hunch. That's in terms of box office. Uh huh. So, all right. I love this game. We get a new uh, episode of just like random oh. like fucking movies and just you just yeah. you just you just do a what's in the box office episode. Oh my God. Just, just <laughs> title that. Like, let's piss off Rico for an hour and a half. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, shall we end this? Uh, this was fun. This was a good episode. I'm glad yeah, we did. This. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, no, these, these have been interesting and I'm, I'm I was kind of hesitant, uh, to do all this animation stuff initially. Um, but I'm glad we did. I'm glad we did, especially the Renaissance period. But even even the the ones we did last episode were, you know, were good. Yeah. So, all right. Well, you ain't ha- you ain't never had a friend like me. Here's Genie. Well, I Papa had them forty thieves. I had a thousand tales. Massive, you're in luck, cause up your sleeves, you got a friend of magic never fails. Get some power in your corner, you have ammunition in your camp. You got some punch, pizzazz, yahoo and how, so all I gotta do is rub that lamp. And I'll say, Mr. Aladdin, sir, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, jot it down, you ain't never had a friend like me. 
Life is your restaurant, and I'm your maitre d. Come on, whisper what it is you want. You ain't never had a friend like me. Yes, sir, we pride ourselves on service. You're the boss, the king, the shot. Say what you wish, it's yours to wish. How about a little more baklava? Have some of column A, try all of column B. I'll be the mood to help you, dude. You ain't never had a friend like me. Wow, wow, wow. No, no. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, oh. Look at here. <laughs> Can your friends go abracadabra? Let it rip and make suckers disappear. So don't you sit there, slot shot, boogie eyed. I'm here to answer all your midday friends. You got me bona fide, satisfied. You got a genie for your turn affairs. I got a powerful urge to help you out. So what you wish, I really want to know. You got a list that's three miles long, no doubt. So all you got to do is rub like so. Mr. Aladdin, sir, have a wish or two or three. I'm on the job, you think me, Bob. You ain't never had a friend, you never had a friend. You ain't never had a friend, never had a friend. You ain't never had a friend like me. Wow, wow, wow. Ha, ha, ain't never had a friend like me. CJ here with some show information and a few thank yous. After I'm done, stay tuned for the damn it, our very own post-credit scene. Listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your smart speaker, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you enjoy the show as much as we hope you do, make sure to tell a friend where they can find us too. If you want to agree with or yell at us, follow Rico, me, and the show on Twitter. The show is at Podeskew. Rico is at Rance Rico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. And like this show page, Potaskew Podcast, on Facebook. If you love music as much as I do, you should check out my alter ego, DJ Xanthus, on my radio show every Thursday from 9 p.m. to midnight-ish and Saturday from 10 p.m. to midnight-ish Eastern Standard Time at www.radio-airwaves.co.uk. I tend to run past midnight, hence the ish. Oh, and DJ Xanthus is on Twitter at DJXANTHUS. Make sure to follow that for show updates. We want to thank logo designer and show friend Mike for his work on our awesome logo. You can contact him for artwork via email at logomike80 at gmail.com. That's logomike80 at gmail.com. Check out tpublic.com slash if you want to display your love of the logo and Potaskew. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for all original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons, all one word, and his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Samuel Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you our next episode. Don't forget the damn it. Well, I can't do any more damage around this popsicle stand. I'm out of here. Bye-bye, you two crazy lovebirds. Hey, Rugman, ciao. I'm history. No, I'm mythology. No, I don't care what I am. I'm free. Damn it. Damn it.
Let's go.